I did it. I pushed it. Who pushed the button? Button. We all pushed it. Jim 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 and I were each on a button, and we just slowly... Together, synchronized, yeah. push the button. We both had keys <laughs> on a necklace that we had to twist at the exact moment. <laughs> Open the bomb room. While, while, while Alan Marcus put in the code, I got the code right. Did I get the key, key code correctly? What did we even title this thing? What did we even title this thing? It's number Hashtag 238. WSW 238. Akotar, Chimney, Crickets, Vitriolics, Feminism, Vision Pro. It's the Apple Vision Pro that's released. They look like swim goggles. Yeah. They look like people are swimming. It's like a set of swim goggles that you wear, but you swim through reality, I guess. Sounds like I'd hit my head a lot more. Yeah. Gonna watch where I'm going. I like uh, ski goggles. Kind of that's a loud my, zip. Trying to that is a loud zip. Couldn't decide if the pants were staying on or coming off. Sorry <laughs> about that. The night is young. They could be doing either. Yeah, we'll, let me just we'll never know. They kind of look like uh, this one here. I, I got to turn the overlay off. Getting the buttons clicked in the right sequence is important. The Apple Vision Pro, yeah, they kind of look like this. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. You look like you're a fighter jet pilot without a helmet? Yeah. Mm. Are those swim goggles? I don't think they're waterproof. They're ski goggles. Oh, cool! I would wear I'd wear yeah, these goggles when I was using the uh, snow. Art bottle. says they're not blurry. No, they're, they're not. You're supposed to be blurry. You gotta get the strap under your beard, and then you gotta hold them up like this. That's how they work. And then you get someone else to shovel the snow from your driveway. And you look so damn cool when you're do when they're doing it. It's virtual reality. Oh yeah. yeah. There's no there's snow. no snow here though. There's no snow there? No, it's uh, it a gopher, the gopher day where we see if the gopher comes out of his mound home. He's in a mound home? Does he have a shadow? Bill Murray day. Bill, Bill Murray's movie day. Bill Everybody loves movie. Bill Murray. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So when the... CIA... Akator book releases and the gophers emerge from their gopher mounds, then we know that it's going to be a long upstream of book talkers telling you what books they just purchased and put on their shelf. Sounds horrible. I I encourage women to read books. Just don't tell me about it. You're such a modern man. <laughs> so free thinking. So free thinking. <laughs> it's a progressive thought. Not all books, though, right? Uh, just the Bible. 
Yes. Okay. In German. German Bible. The German Bible. That's one of the best Bibles. Achtung! Achtung! I want to <laughs> show you this interview later with Jenna Bush Hagar. She's the daughter of President, was it George W? W, w, w Bush? Yeah. His daughter, w. Jenna Bush, has a last name Hagar now. She's not my favorite Bush. No. I like, I like Billy Bush. She's not my Bush either. What's your Bush? Elderberry. Oh, that's a good Bush. That is a good bush. <laughs> no, maybe that peyote. It's peyote a bush. Nobody likes Jeb. He's too Florida man, I think. Yeah. I don't think his ex-wife likes him. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty Florida man. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> What a wonderful art world you've got going. And she notices the Garfield on the window. Oh, is there a Garfield on the window? Yeah. In the corner. With the little suction cups. Yeah. It's pressed up against the window real tight. And that prevents bullets. So when you drive through shady neighborhoods and uh, they start firing bullets, like a drive-by shooting... The Garfield with the suction cups on your window is bulletproof, so it prevents you from dying from taking a bullet. Bulletproof Garfield is genius. Very important. Very important. Well, here he is, and now we can begin art, the stream. Proper. Art is incomplete and gay. That's uh -huh. Balger. It's Balger's there. Now that's on the internet and everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sound chest from Spalger. 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 Spalger's here. It's something that happens when your food doesn't digest and it affects your testicles as Spalger. Spalger. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> so everyone cleared the throats. <clears throat> We're all clear. Play the video. Closure. All right. Closure. Got it. This is episode uh, 238. It's Saturday, February 3rd, 9.08 p.m. Central. What is Walla Walla time, you guys are? 7.08. Specific time. That's a specific time. My specific yeah, time. Candy store, literally, guys. Ricola. Ricola. Neo Dada. Neo Dada. 
Luckily for all of you spiders out there, there's no room for intrusive thoughts because we live in your mind. In the shadows where secrets gleam bright, eight-legged heroes weave through the night. Spiders dream on the threads of our fate. Throughout the live stream, their stories create. With wisdom that shines in the moon's soft light The silken paths catch dreams in flight Masters of the web in silence they reign Over digital realms they step as we sustain Raise your voices high, let the chorus spread wide For the heroes and shadows, our protectors and guide In the labyrinth of shadows we stand Regis, antiquated, spellbound egregores Perch upon golden branches Wearing black, billowing mantles To summon long dead, increasingly begrudging fiat presidents spiders out there, there's no room for intrusive thoughts, because we live in your mind.
It's an infinite stream, it never ends when we're talking about dolphins. Whoever the partner invites, it is up to them I mean, to roll out the red carpet. It's not up to the person.
guitar everybody very nice we updated the fine print we need to read this check your mic mute I can read this loud. yeah read it loud we live in your mind the following conjecture intended for Entertainment mostly statements made in this video do not represent the views or opinions of Weaving Spiders Webs. Viewer discretion is not supervised. Statements made in this video are not legal or medical advice. Judith Barsky, meet me at Applebee's. Copyright Weaving Spiders Webs 2024. All rights reserved. All wrongs reserved. <laughs> 
There's That's Judith great. herself. Oh, that was quick. Yeah. <laughs> so, Is that the eyeball or the butthole? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, there's two, so it has to be eyeballs. Yeah. It's uh, Judith in her younger days. Fox. <laughs> That's what people think Lilith looks like, but she looks more like a wokester girl from Berkeley, actually. Weaving wizards, welcome. Welcome, wizards. Welcome, wizards. Hey, Sean with the full mane down. Oh, yeah, hold on. Yeah, it's going for a different look this week. Wow. Who is oh, this yeah, check guy? Out, check out this rare uh, item. You wish you had one of those. Did you go to the prices right? It says right there that it was live. Prices right it live. Says right there, Jim. It says live, yeah. you guys. They live in not live. Place. Live now. The truth is, they brought the prices right to Boise, but it wasn't televised. But it was live mm -hmm. inside, like the you know the Civic Auditorium type place, and so they had a very traditional prices right format. But there were no cameras, and it wasn't broadcast anywhere. So it was just like this strange, fun event, and we brought the moms uh, over to Boise to make it into a real thing, you know, and I used to watch the prices right with my great grandmother when I was a kid. So it's a very sentimental thing to me, anything to do with the prices, right? Especially that little uh, miner or the little mountain kind of guy that goes up and then he oh, falls yeah. off. If you bid too high. Now that yeah, wasn't my favorite. Yodling, my favorite was dude, yodeling in the background. Yodeling, That's right. Yodeling, yodeling, yodeling. <laughs> what is this? Pug, move. I don't have the yodeler. I so, dog. so once the game show begins, it doesn't end until there's a winner. Well, there was a number of winners. Emily you know, Moyer. The, yeah, I we see Emily Moyer in the chat. Shout out to Emily Moyer. What's up? What's up? <clears throat> I was thinking about her this week, but I'll have to let it come to me. What was it? Something reminded me of Emily Moyer this week, and I can't. She's remember. the greatest in the whole world. I mean, that that's always kind of in the back of my mind, stewing around there while I'm yeah, working. I, sometimes in my mind's eye, Emily Moyer just cruises by and waves. She doesn't say anything. Our most viewed videos are always with Emily Moyer. It's no surprise. Mm -hmm. It isn't a surprise. She's the Moyerist. It's the Moyer effect. <laughs> Weaving spiders webs on YouTube. We're still uh, now on that stuff also. Oh, that's true. That is true. We are we are full on podcast now. It's an actual podcast feed. There it is. Maybe we're podcast again. Let's not uh, undermine again. We're at the same time that we're making <laughs> jokes about his relatives. We weren't a podcast. I, mean, I think he was disappointed that it took the stream so long to upload because there are sometimes in excess of five hours. But he was putting them up there on the pod readers. That is his favorite podcasting software. You can find some old rusty streams with a different vibe than these more current streams. But they're still excellent. Right now, she's the drunkest. Woohoo! I, I used to be the uh, drunkest. <laughs> episode uh, Weaving Spiders uh, 58, I think, was the last one to go to the podcast feed. We've got uh, so the catalog that yeah, we're filling back in. So I guess if you're looking for that, it's probably alanmarcus.com forward slash podcast. I think that's real. Test that. Let me know. 
Okay. That works for you. Are we going to try to fill in that gap in the middle between 58 yes. and 238? What are we at? 239 now? 238 tonight. So I think what we'll do moving forward is these are the audio audio recordings of these live streams for people to play back. And then it'll have the new one, and then it'll have an archived episode, and then it'll have the newest new one. And then we'll have another archived episode and we'll just weave them hey, back and forth. A, we'll catch it. a real web page. It is a real web page. Are they playing some good Irish there's music? Moose, At the pub. There's mooses. There's mooses on here. I listen to a lot of IRA music. Yeah, how many days till St. Patty's Day? I'm sure that's going to shock the audience that you said that. Do you think the IRA drinks IPA while they... Okay, I'm not going to finish the sentence. I want this stream to continue. Only if they're in the NSA. I know I know, I know. know some uh, stories about people that went to Ireland and made the uh, really brutally stupid, hilarious, and foolish mistake of ordering an Irish car bomb inside the bar. <laughs> Better promptly. trying to order a black and tan. <laughs> <laughs> like all these people but, uh, that yeah. think black and tans are cool they didn't know what a black and tan was <laughs> your girlfriend's the best emily yeah i mean black and tans look cool you know but i don't know like make up your mind have a beer which one are you gonna have don't make the what bartender get that cool fancy with, uh, spoon and be careful in the middle of a busy bar already busy they're dealing with french fries and stuff well historically the black and tans were uh uh now alan you can't put the ice cube screen catcher up right when you said black and tan that's not right it's a faux pas sorry about that (laughs) yes but it's positive that we hung out together at some point in time here here on is not far (laughs) wait you hung out with ice cube was in here on yeah, we probably went. We probably hung out together and went on Captain Kangaroo for our birthday. Ooh, Captain Kangaroo! <laughs> I used to watch. I was more into Mister Rogers, but I caught some Captain Kangaroo. Did Ice Cube sample Captain, Captain Kangaroo? Kangaroo? Was from Huron, South Dakota, like uh, thirty oh, yeah. miles from where I was from. So February first, twenty twenty-four, Backstreet Dimitri, the fact-checked author of this article with the title "Ice Cube admits gangster rap was CIA psyop to sow division in America." So what? Like it's double fact-checked. I like the double check. Double mark. double check mark in that. <laughs> yeah, that's fact-checked. That's awesome. Is that a social I, I justice mean, warrior tier? I mean, at that point, is it like shape? He was gangster rap. Mm-hmm. Like before him, before NWA and EZE, it was an Ice Cube. It was, uh, well, right before that, they'd had the uh, two live crew era where they it was very sexualized. Yeah, that but was triple X perverted. Yeah, but before that, it was like Young MC and Tone Loke and LL Cool J. And uh, Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Beastie Boys. And, and rap was not so uh, gangster rap. So that he'd come out and say that 
when he basically was the start of gangster rap, like, and even has, has songs about how he started this shit. Like that's a, a little bit. So what you're telling us, you were a CIA plant and that you helped subvert your entire community and you admit it. Is that what you're saying? I haven't watched the interview, but that's uh, it appears to be what he's doing. You know, what happens is these guys uh, realize what they're doing at the time and then they regret it later. And so then because they have money and power and position, they try to come back and do something to make it right. But they're compromised permanently, just like any snitch or paid uh, paid man. You know, if you take the money, like Ben, I'm going to give you $2,000. I want you to say bad stuff about, I don't know who, blank. And then you do it, no matter what happens later, Jenna Bush. tarnish remains. You can't really yeah. be like, I mean, you could give the money back. That that's actually a huge step in the right direction. Say, so, you know what? I'm forcing this money back to you. I recant yeah. and repent. But uh, other with, than with that, inflation rates, that then what you say might have that. some bite. A little Every bit, day. but even then, it doesn't put. It's just like like they say about rumors is like shaking the pillow, the down pillow out all the feathers, and then go try to get them all and put them back in. Well, it doesn't really work. You know, you might be able to get a lot of them back, but you can't get all the down feathers and put them back in. And if you if he knew when he was young that he was involved in uh, subverting and dividing people to come out, what is it, 40 years later now? I mean, it's a long time. Yeah. And, and that finally stool. try to address it. It's messed that up. stool yeah. of your voice out from under you if you <laughs> decide to come out. Oh, of course, matter. yeah. I mean, he's, he's not no going to make it far if he decides to really come out hard and, and expose things because – the amount of power, I mean, he's going to get thrown under the, the wheels of the train, not the bus. And those wheels are sharp and moving fast. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and the whole thing is, if you don't give up the money, all it ends up doing is is looking like you're, you've lost relevance. And now at this point in time, when there's nothing for you to lose, you say it. And in saying it, you gain relevance again and actually gain back the... Uh, uh, position that you weren't going to gain back through through what you were doing before anyways so if you don't give up the money it, it kind of just looks like basically a career move right yeah i've been very curious you're to making see. it up too because you want to get back into the spotlight yeah you know? like a lot of people are like oh they they're they're just trying to, to get famous again they want five more minutes you know like the whole uh uh Dennis Quaid, Randy Quaid, Randy Quaid. You know, he's like, they're trying to kill me. He's like, my so brother's the, bought and sold. And everybody's like, oh, he's crazy now. So does this go in with also, I've noticed a glut of stars that are going back to, are going to a homesteading lifestyle, whether it's, and, and it's not like I'm looking at these stars. This is just being pushed onto my feed. Whether it's like uh, because I watch a lot of homesteader videos, there was one a fucking uh, uh, the dude from Dawson's Creek, the main Dawson dude, and he's living at home and he's talking about how you can clean the glass on your fireplace with the ash from the fire. And so in in the in nature, the cure is always the the problem always has a cure inside inside of it, and you know, and like I'm like really, and then I get. Somebody, because I have alpacas, uh, I get to see a video of Kevin Bacon 
sitting out there playing a fucking ukulele or something and talking to his alpacas as he's hanging out in a barn and shit. I'm like, really? You know, and, and I'm seeing a lot of this. And there's a bunch of other examples also. So I, I went to the uh, to the news tab of Google and typed Ice Cube and just pushed news. And uh, the top article is claiming that Ice Cube should have checked himself before he wrecked himself. Apparently, he did some kind of an interview with Tucker Carlson. Ironically, the second uh, headline is about something called an Ice Cube observ Observatory, but the Ice Cube is still one word. And I have no idea what an Ice Cube Observatory is. Sounds um, cool. But... The third link is time for actor rapper Ice Cube to stress positive impact in new Nysmith role, which I assume means he's going to play some movie or, uh, you know, playing a movie where he's going to be affirmative and positive. So that would be my suspicion is that he understands that this is part of the marketing that allows him to gain relevance. And he probably really does want to tell people, hey, we were compromised. Shit was going down back in the day with gangster rap. It wasn't just organic. It wasn't just that all of a sudden the people with all the most money and power in the music industry decided to uh, put a center stage and change uh, African-American hip hop music forever. Because some of us are old enough to remember when, you know, it was like De La Soul, mm -hmm. like... Uh, uh, what uh, you know, well, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Who was it? DJ right, Jazzy, 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 Jazzy Depp. DJ Jazzy Depp and the Fresh Prince. Um, Tone Low. Who else? Tone yeah, Lowe, MC Hammer. Yeah. Does Ice right. Cube? And so have it was like really laid back. A lot of it was really positive and what you know what they call consciousness music, which means when you're talking about spiritual stuff, you know. And so it really did change everything. I remember when my buddy first stuck on NWA, we were tripping like, "Whoa, this is weird," you know. Does Ice Cube have and Is he a grandfather? I don't know. I know he's got kids. I don't know if he has grandkids. Most of Hollywood people don't have kids till they're much older. So I would assume his kids are fairly young still. Not not you know, probably like little babies, but I'll bet you they're teenagers is all. Right. Um, Will they transition Ice Cube into a grandfatherly wise old man role? I like, think it's a little a too sweater. soon for that. But uh, it's, uh, just so you guys know I'm wrong, it's not a movie. It's some kind of a basketball Hall of Fame type event where they're going to add his name to an award for three-on-three -three basketball, just just to clarify. So I don't uh, – we're this doing things live. You know, a lot of the time you're talking out your ass until you figure it out. And, uh, is he I'm most excellent at three-on-three -three basketball? Or is this a well, – Last night I heard he hit a triple-double. <laughs> What's a triple double? Uh, it's it's something to do with how much you score and rebound in basketball, but it's a lyric from one of uh, his it's, songs it's when called "Good Day." It's when you roll a cigarette in uh, oil and then uh, put a, a sprinkle some uh, keef on the top of it. That's a triple double. Thought it was in, like a, a nug in, the in and out menu secret item. A triple double. A triple double. Yeah. So you get two buns and. Three meat stacks, animal style. <laughs> That's what we used to call it, triple double. Anyway, back in the warehouse days. Right, and an ice cube <laughs> did advertise for the Sega Saturn system, so maybe there's a three-on-three -three Sega Saturn basketball NBA Jam style game that he'd play. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. 
That's the expen extent of my sports knowledge for tonight. <laughs> I bought a sports coin. A sports coin? A secondhand story. Yeah, yeah. The surprise, right. though, I can't tell you any more than that. It's a secret. Oh, well, I man. A, I got a sport for my mom. I got the I got the the female quarter. Oh, you found her. They've been they've been male quarters for so long. They finally have a female quarter. I don't know. It's about time. And there's no words on there. No, there's words in there. How much longer do you think we have to wait until we get a uh, a non-binary quarter? A non-binary quarter. Does that one have a head on both sides, or how does it work? It's worth apparently. Uh, apparently, uh, uh, Ice Cube's kid played it. Played his father in the NWA movie, so yeah, he's definitely got a kid that's, you know, 20, 25. Still not again, not that old. Hollywood people wait till they're like forty and fifty to have kids. It's very interesting. And then they adopt children. Yeah, yeah, and they realize they like kids, but their eggs are all old and dried up and shit, and you know their sperms are like. <laughs> Wait, how were they again? One more time, please. How were <laughs> Too many triple doubles. Uh... Did you get extra laughter there? We have a live studio audience tonight. Is it all hot chicks? It sounds like it's all hot chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Put their clothes on backwards. I did not know it's, that. You know, I think Alan Marcus has some of those Taylor Swift fans in his house. He has oh, a Taylor, he has oh, no. Taylor Swift fans in his house. That would be horrible. The hot you know, one. A bunch <laughs> of teenage girls in your house. You know that he doesn't because the look on his face would not be so relaxed. If there was teenage girls sitting right there <laughs> off camera, Alan could not have the muscles in his face quite as relaxed as that we're seeing them right yeah. now. Yeah. You could try. But it would be challenging. Did I tell you I have, I, I, ha I, I have numerous daughters? I have three daughters, so I've had large groups of teenage girls in my house. It's not great. It's not. No, great. no, no. It's it's, rough. it's not something you can just ignore. It's not like we were talking about last week that Ben is able to ignore loud noises if he wants to focus on television, for example. But that's not true. If it's a group of teenage girls, you can't just tune it out. And if you do, it's at your own peril anyway. Yeah. They might destroy everything. Crazy obnoxious shit. Crazy obnoxious <laughs> shit because you weren't paying attention. Yeah. If you decide, oh. if they notice if, as a group, their, their subconscious psyche realizes the main adult male is not really noticing that we're here and we're doing stuff, then it will drift towards bad things. Someone might yeah. decide to borrow your car. Or something like that, you know. And, and then there's always there's always one that thinks that thinks that you're cute and all that, and so she. Oh God, yeah, great. Oh. You're gonna bring up sexually inappropriate things and say them in front of you <laughs> to your friends, and you're like, Oh God, now I go check the little girl. That's right. Dear God. <laughs> it, it really is a catch twenty two. They call it a double bind. <laughs> Yeah, if if little boys had had the chance to raise little girls, they wouldn't be scared of them at all. The shit that little girls do. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, no, I tell shit. people that if they think little boys are worse than little girls, they just need to take the opportunity to go into a, uh, a junior high school restroom, go into both sides at the end of the day before the janitor gets there. Just go check it out. 
I mean, you think little boys are disgusting and horrible. Don't get me wrong. There can be some really dumb stuff like throw explosives down the toilet or Poop pee all the over the floor. But just the smell that hits you inside of a, of a woman's teenage girl's bathroom is so amazing. And then, yeah, like, like no way, man. Like, uh, they, there's just a level that, and I'm not, I'm not criticizing. It's, it's impressive. It's, uh, it's far beyond what men could muster as far as, uh, Putting a dent in reality. Is that a legitimate yeah. use case? I've, I've known a number of girls that go to the bathroom in men's bathroom flat out. They're like, no, absolutely. It's in there. It's way okay. cleaner. In so it's not right. a legitimate use case to use the Apple Vision Pro to imagine going into the opposite sex bathroom. If you were like, maybe like if you had the Pro on and you had to imagine being in a trucker gas station huh. and you have diarrhea and the only, uh, Toilet open within the opposite sex bathroom. I bet they have that out there. I see rule black. What's up, rule black? That's that's the real question. Then does Apple black? Oh, and pink hand wave. When someone's wearing the I must I'm out of the loop. Going to the bathroom. Okay, so it's this. It's a VR goggle headset that shows you your computer screen, your monitor in your vision so it's a monitor without being a monitor you have a big computer screen monitor big screen tv or something no 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 you put your vr headset on and then it can make an imax screen in front of your very eyes quite literally but virtually also but uh i don't know and it hits stores today or something it's like three thousand dollars it's only three thousand five hundred dollars thirty five hundred dollars uh, plus, what do you need an iPhone to operate it or something? I think it's all in, contained. Is it all integrated? It's all so it's integrated, like an iPhone yeah. in a, a ski mask. You have to wear, wear a battery pack that sits in your pocket, and you okay. get maybe two hours worth of use out of it. Yeah, Apparently I haven't tried it yet. Well, let's, it's super um, heavy, and it's oh, got. It, it's, it looks yeah. awesome. Send send some review copies yeah. of this model to Weaving Spiders. Welcome, sweet two seven nine three zero seven South Ninth Avenue, Walla Walla, Washington nine nine three six two, and we'll all <laughs> gladly wear them for our stream. So you're gonna need to send at least four. To did, did I end up on two X speed real quick there? Go back to that slide, please. Um, the address slide. Yeah, if you want to send stuff, please send it to Weaving Spiders. Welcome, sweet. 279 307 South 9th Avenue Walla Walla Washington 99362 there that's can't that's do it so fast Nelly you're going to block it out <laughs> it makes me want to hear the coughing <laughs> does everybody have the address okay yes yes screen capture now this tale is mailing I just take well, a picture of it in my phone. That works. So I think it's weird that the 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 uh, Android guys aren't caught up with and presenting their uh, stick vision on your face for an augmented reality VR experience thingies ready at the same time as Apple. You guys think that's on purpose, or you think they literally just aren't keeping up with the Apple snow goggles? And they're going to come out with the sunglasses instead, or what? I mean, are you guys following this? I've I glanced at it real quick yeah. because I do like the idea of using this kind of apparatus to sculpt or create art eventually. <laughs> but 
that's about it. You know, I look at the prices and I go, oh, I can't afford that. I probably won't use it. And then I go away from it. Man, $3,500, the things I could get for $3,500 that I would piss on those fucking glasses for, you know, <laughs> it, 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 it's a lot. Well, the thing that, they, that doesn't make sense is they call it augmented reality, but you're not looking at reality. You're looking at a video projection of reality. You're not seeing through the glasses. There's there's well, screens. In this case, on the I think front. you are. I think with the the new Apple product, you're seeing through. No, well, you're you're seeing a, a projection from cameras that are in the front of it. Mm -hmm. You can look at somebody that's wearing the goggles, and you see what looks like their eyes blinking and looking at you. It's a video screen with a simulated set of your eyes that are looking. Oh, is it? People. See, I didn't know. I yeah. haven't looked at it that close. You're not looking well, the outside at reality. Is, you're not you're, actually looking through the glass. No, you're you're looking at a projection. It's a it's a a huge amount of colors, you know, but it's not as vivid as real life. There's no reality in it. It's a simulation, you know. Weird. It's, yeah. It's like Dumb. it's a cool idea, but they there's no way that they can pull it off yet. You know, at least that we could afford. Don't right. really afford that much. Anyway. I like how it looks like Jim has a lava lamp. Yeah, green it does. Lava. It does. Either that, that or a glowing, either that or a glowing butt plug. <laughs> same thing. Not I mean, if you're brave plug. enough, it's the same thing. <laughs> that that this was a pretty good, well done movie, and it really conceptualized this whole thing all together. I mean. I don't know how realistic the movie at all was compared to what you the, the things are or whatever, but this movie was. They definitely cool. have the rolling moving treadmills available now for people that are doing full immersion VR stuff. Right. So omnidirectional. I had that when yeah. my son was eight, in, in Las Vegas. I took him on his eighth birth for his eighth birthday. We were uh, by Las Vegas, so I took him to Las Vegas and we went to the uh, Excalibur which is really uh -huh. centric. And there was a, you, only you put on this giant helmet thing and then you walked on a ball and you could bounce and everything. And it did whatever you were doing. You, you'd run in whatever direction. So ready player one had a lot of interesting elements, Ooh. including a character that everyone thought was a cool guy who turned out to be a real cool uh, black woman. That was cool. Yeah. And then the other cool thing was there was this uh, really beautiful chick who had like a facial scar. So she wasn't like actually beautiful because she had a facial deformity, but she was actually beautiful because she's, she's actually beautiful. Yeah. She, she, months, didn't, right? she didn't look like Mikhail Gorbachev. It was like, yeah, <laughs> like the dude from fucking. Yeah. The uh, wine stain looked like an assassination attempt gone, gone wrong. The book was pretty good. We listened to both of these books on audio when we were on a road trip or something. And they're, they're pretty good. They're a lot different than the movie. The movie was good too, I Will thought. Wheaton. Wheaton. The Star Trek who, guy. He yeah. was in it. The, he well, he narrated it. The the guy, oh. the kid from Star Trek. What was his name in Star Trek? His his real remember. actor name is Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton had a geek blog and was very popular for being a child in Star Trek when many children were watching Star Trek and identifying with the Will Wheaton character because he was the only kid. Wesley Crusher or something? Was it Wesley? Yeah, yeah. Wesley Crusher. Wesley, Wesley, Wesley I think you're right, Crusher. Yeah. yeah, Wesley Crusher. 
So that was interesting. But as far as Ready Player One goes in these Google goggles or Apple Vision Pro, whatever you want to call them, they were advertised in this movie. So this movie was advertising this very product, which is released now in 2024. And will you use this headset to play Minecraft in? Probably. Of course they will. I mean, what else are they going to do with it? You already have the habit of playing Minecraft. Of course, you're going to continue the habit with the new weirdo tech. Only right. you get to walk around inside the the nonsense things you build. Well, yeah. So right. if you, you can actually feel like you're fired out of a cannon shooter. that's activated by sheep. Yeah, it's like you're playing a first-person shooter game because the camera on your monitor and your television is in the first-person perspective, and you see the gun and you see your hands. So now just put that up against your eyeballs, and now you're playing a first-person shooter game. The feature now, that... Wait, wait, wait. Sorry to interrupt, Alan, but when you're playing Minecraft, does it show your blocky uh, 8-bit character's face on the external monitors, or does it show your human face still? When you're playing <laughs> in first-person view, then you'll see your tool. Right. But I mean, on the outside, if you're watching me play, are you seeing right. my Minecraft character's face or my real face? Oh, are you talking about on a Minecraft server where there's multiple players and you're playing with a friend? And you're no, my no, friend like Jim said, the server. goggles, the new goggles, they look like they're translucent. Uh -huh. But actually, it's monitors on the exterior as well as the monitors on the interior. And I'm asking about the exterior monitors. Do you think that they'll, I mean, will they just uh -huh. turn off? Maybe they'll just say Minecraft on the outside so everyone knows you're playing Minecraft, or they'll go blank, or We're will they show Apple the face to of you? send your... them to us so we can try them out on a stream and we can tell you how they work. Yeah, we will try them. them out. We will do 10 streams in a row if you send us the goggles. We will mail them to each other. I'm not kidding. We will we will make a whole year-long focus on these goggles if you send us a pair to, to the P.O. box. I don't no know problem. if I have to go to an Apple store to test them, but there isn't an Apple store in my area. <laughs> it's kind of, I bet you it is like test driving a car. You say, hey, can I try that? And they're like, are you serious about buying? Like, like if you want to play an expensive guitar. You have to take your Rolex uh, watch, your wallet, and yeah. your car keys. And your mom. And your mom. Does your mom have to sign for you to and buy the goggles? You, even if you they are lock 18? you in a private back room. And then you can test it out. It's, it's amazing store. Rolex still exists. I was when I was in San Francisco walking around. There's still a Rolex store, and they had guards outside it and everything. Like I'm like, wow, people still pay a bunch of money for watches. Oh, it's That's huge. And the the re, the the people um, making copycat watches are so accurate that the best. Uh, jewelers and watchmakers in the world can't tell the difference sometimes. Like the guys that are imitating the highest end watchmakers have become so exceptional at making what they call replica watches because they're they're not even imitations at this level. They're replicas. They're they're creating replicas that are so accurate. So the watch is three hundred thousand dollars, but you can buy the replica for thirty grand. That's essentially identical. Oh. You'd you'd have to get an expert in the I field. I wonder if they to, sweep. To, Oh. A, a real Rolex, the second hand, right? Instead of tick, 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 tick. Oh, tick. you just reminded me of something, Jim. I forgot when I was in New York City in 2000, 2001, 
but the towers were still standing, but only for a few more months, I think. Either that or it was 2000. I don't remember. But I took a disabled man to the Paralyzed Veterans Wheelchair Games, and uh, it was a good time. It was really crazy to be in a hotel downtown on Broadway with 600 people in wheelchairs. Good time, right? But, of course, you lay the guy down in bed, and you got to go out and do something to get, you know, to take a load off. So I'm hanging out with these kids that are in the hotel, you know, and uh, – this one kid went downtown and he bought like a cool Jordan jersey, like a blue one, like you wouldn't be able to get that stuff back then. And he had all this stuff and he swore to us that he'd bought a real Rolex for 200 bucks. And we're like, bro, it's not real. And that's what I used to show him. Mm. I told him, bro, it doesn't have a continuous second hand because the second hand on a Rolex just moves. It doesn't go sweeps. It just, yeah, it's continuous. And that's what I told him. Look, man, you know, I forgot all about that. That poor guy was so disappointed. I was like, eh, 200 bucks. Yeah, that sucks. Not He's like, but I went inside of a store. It wasn't off the street. It wasn't off, off a guy off the street. I'm like, of course they have storefronts where they're selling fake merchandise, man. <laughs> so, Don't be fooled uh, just because the guy didn't go like this. A legitimate Rolex. Rolex Welcome watch. to New York fucking city. It doesn't jump. It has a smooth motion secondhand. I guess sweeping, window sweeping. washing. Yeah. Motion. Okay. It's perfectly continuous. Okay. Because there's gears inside there that go. Right. If I was going to spend a bunch of money on a timepiece, I'd maybe think about one of those atmospheric clocks. Those things mm -hmm. are cool as fuck. The ones that just run off the atmosphere itself, like the changes in the atmospheric pressure and whatnot. Those are super hmm. cool. Um, I'm not sure if I know what that is. Yeah. Uh, Never heard of those. You guys are talking about um, images. They run off changes in the atmospheric pressure, so it's almost, except for the fact that, you know, occasionally the gears will go out and whatnot. It's basically a perpetual. Oh, yeah, motion. like people get these things for their wedding anniversary and stuff. Yeah, cool as fuck. Yeah. Cool. I don't have a wedding anniversary, but I have a silver play button for having a. That's funny. This is, I guess it's tonight's the night to remember things. I ended up with one of these things one time, Ben. Silver play button? Yeah, you're oh, like, I don't know what that is. And then you're like, oh, I had one. Like, yeah, I ended, up, I ended up selling it or giving it away. This is a long time ago, too. That's a trip. How just, ac just accidentally got 100,000 million subscribers on YouTube, and YouTube sends you a silver play button. You're like, yeah, I have one of those. No big deal. Oh, yeah, I had one of those. It was, it, I got it over here. It's in my fucking pile. On the shelf somewhere. <laughs> The Balderson. I, we we should we should make uh, a custom play button for Balderson and send it to him that doesn't. Yeah. It just it's just his play button. It doesn't commemorate anything. We'll just put Balderson's play button, and then you know, yes. on the yeah. back we'll write in parentheses, "Please hang in uh, Alchemy Den." I can't think of the right word. Shop. It's not a studio. There's a. It's a compound. No, the whole place is the compound, and then the down the hill is the shop, but there's a different word. Mimetics. Lab. Thank you, my God. Lab, yes. Lab. Please lab. hang in lab. In laboratory. Chemical laboratory. There we go. Laboratory. Yeah, yeah okay. It was labor. Figured it out. Figured it out. The labor. We are weaving labor. wizards welcome. Or was it webs? I forget. I'll figure it out. Weaving webs welcome here. Yes, weaving... Wizards working. Rule Black says Labor. it's a parlor. That's right. Would you like to enter into my alchemical parlor? Please yeah. don't sit on the dry eyes. Ah! Or do. 
you can. Oh, yeah, we prefer you take your pants off if you're going to sit on the dry ice. Yeah. Show us, show us what you got. Oh, that would be so bad because if your ass is a little bit moist, the ice sticks to it. We could, we could like, break a bunch of it up in small pieces and invite people to jump into a kiddie pool and then roll around in it and see what happens. Oof. Oof. <laughs> my I, my hands are used to it enough. I can grab it for quite a minute for for a minute. But if your hands are wet, nah. No, you don't want to do that. Yeah. That was a joke, folks. That's like don't a get that's wet like a jackass dream: bare ass and dry ice. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of jackass. It's too bad we didn't, what we didn't get the word do? over to those guys when they were young. They definitely would have done that, you know. What would Steve O do? Would he bare ass dry ice? What would Steve O do? That's, that's, that's a bad a question. question. <laughs> I saw Steve O live uh, downtown. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's exactly the face you end up making. Um, <laughs> Dawson tried to bare ass dry well, ice. Was the crazy, he made. What he did is he made all these horrible videos and bits and skits that he had these ideas. He had these really, really hey, what I would call libertine ideas. And um, so he would, he would work up the bit by talking to us and telling stories. And you couldn't have any video or cameras of any kind. They were stalking through the audience with like a hundred uh, security guys to make sure nobody was recording. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they would put the video that he's talking about up on the big screen and everyone would almost vomit. And then he'd do it again, you know, and it was really, it, it was some bad stuff. You guys, it's, it disgusted me. And that's no small feat. It was uh, dry ice cream with the astronauts eat. I think they just get takeout, personally. I think they get takeout. My, my daughter went and saw that, steve Oh, she watched yeah, it, too? Uh, yeah, she, he came to South Dakota. He must... You know, when people are at the end of their career, they'll eventually come to South Dakota. Where <laughs> <laughs> so they can uh, reap the benefits. When, when Chris yeah. Angel visits South Dakota, let me know. I got Well, it might be some kind of uh, symbolic gesture, like a ritual gesture. Like, what? He booked a gig where? And then the guy at the top's like, all right, we understand. Yeah, I want Chris Angel <laughs> to sign my uh, Mind Freak uh, Secret Revelations book, but uh, I'm waiting until he comes to South Dakota. What do you yeah, think? South Dakota is, the, is just a small step be- before your local casino <laughs> oh yeah he, he'd, he'd be playing at a casino chris angel doing his mind freak reunion tour is, putting, is putting the mind back together around? he's doing a residency in las vegas we he were was just in las there. vegas when we were there oh that's it's too bad we didn't go see him <laughs> it's too bad he didn't <laughs> see us Alan Marcus was going to go make out with him. I was about to. It's true. Do you think he would French kiss you or not? It's an illusion, man. It's an illusion. So you would think that he was French kissing you, but he didn't actually French kiss you? It's magic with a C, not magic with a K. It's, It's stage magic. He didn't actually French kiss anybody, but it felt that way. Everyone oh, thought okay. he did, except for is him. Is it still gay then? Yep. We don't really have to evaluate this a lot. I mean, it's, it's just a hard yes. It's yes. 
just immediate, not even a second. Yeah, into it. it's just a boner. Yes, that's for sure. Apparently, uh, two weeks ago, they published an article about Chris Angel. He used to have a heavy metal magic show that was like poison with magic tricks. Now, yes. now I'm more curious. So he used to have a heavy metal magic show and he still does, too. It's still heavy and there's still dry ice. It's still very atmospheric. It'd be awesome. Oh, and apparently, uh, last year he pr- proposed, reproposed to his ex-wife. Uh-huh. So he's one of these guys. He's a money guy. He's got a lot of money. He made <clears throat> so much money selling books, selling DVDs, selling That's... illusions, illusions, illusions. Exactly, selling a loose trap. Yeah. Yeah, Copperfield's making a comeback, isn't he? What what's he gonna make disappear again? He's supposed to make something new disappear now. The moon or something, maybe? Yeah, the moon. Uh, America's national debt. Three trillion dollars. <laughs> no. It's a great reset. That's, big, that's way bigger than the moon. He better just stick to small things like the moon. Is David Blaine performing at the World Economic Forums this year? <sighs> Making it all go away. No more war. I want to see David Blaine and Chris Angel fight. And I don't want any magic. I want him to lock him in the octagon. I want to see him play Grease Super Smash Brothers on GameCube. And let's see Celebrity Deathmatch. Okay. That's right. Yes. All right. right. We're at we're at the portion of the show. I was waiting, waiting for Celebrity Deathmatch. <laughs> Truther edition. It's gonna <laughs> it would be so good. Mm-hmm. It would be so good. I've got so many good. Oh yeah, ideas. type in all caps in the chat. Who would be your favorite truther uh, versus truther celebrity death match? Yeah. And for those people that don't remember or maybe are too young, we need to explain that uh, music television, aka MTV, used to have this wonderful claymation show. Mm-hmm. They called it Celebrity Death Match, and it was claymated just like Gumby or any of the other cool claymation. And they would get famous people to fight to the death during the claymation matches. And it was probably the best shit that happened on TV in our generation in the nineties yes. or whatever. It was, yes. it was hilarious. Amazing. Hilarious. It's like Davy and Goliath for the Christians out there. That's right. I, like straight up, like in every, every one right. of the truthers would, could, would have like their, a couple, a couple little lines with things that they do. But like I said, like, like fucking, Maybe like David Ike would like rip people's face off, and then there's a lizard underneath. Me, yeah, you know? yeah, okay. yeah. They have finishing moves, exactly. Finishing moves. So David Ike versus Alex Jones would be the big pay per view event. Yeah, and Alex Jones's finishing move could just be to squat like he's taking a dump and say, "I'm Bill Hicks." Yeah, yeah, and then, and then kill him. <laughs> and, and, and then, and then at the end when he's <laughs> losing, he goes, oh, and all the frogs come up. <laughs> and they save him and beat up the other dude, and then and then they're like, "Thanks for helping us not be gay, Alex." <laughs> so let's see. Triple E, Triple E versus Ed, Owen Ed, Benjamin. Ed Rule black. Rule black. You, I've got Owen your back Benjamin. here, bro. This is probably the best comment we've had all night. That's Sam that's Triple the one a. I want to see. Let's see it. Owen let's Benjamin and a celebrity. Death match. Wouldn't that be awesome? Do they have to make their own claymation figure? No, I want them to fight to the death in real. Oh. Dude, dude, Sean can totally. (laughs) (laughs) This is only an imagination exercise in claymation creativity. 
it's like playing with action figures and Barbie dolls. <laughs> that might be the way to do it. Instead yeah, of claymation, we'll just get a reasonably facsimile of the, the uh, one. I gotta get the updated one of, of the dolls, we and then updated. have somebody go. Yeah, viewer discretion is not supervised tonight. So if you got your truth or action figures, I don't know. Don't try to make them scissor or anything. Oh, I don't want a piece of this. I'm an actual off-grid farmer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if we were to go back through the things that Owen Benjamin has done and compare the variety of insults and uh, crazy things that he's decided to hurl at people, you could definitely distinctly see a difference between how he approaches some people and how he approaches others. Let's just be vague and say it that way. Who's uh, uh, extracurricular people in their lives he does or does not drag in and to what degree? Um, there's a distinct difference between uh, what things he's willing to say and how he's willing to approach it. And I mean, so, if you haven't noticed, if you're an Owen fan, um, he does seem to have consistent falling outs over long periods of time with different people and hurl the identical insults at them when the falling out happens yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah, a so, celebrity uh, death match with me would be just him in there talking shit and saying the same repetitive jokes and then me going in and jumping up on the top rope so that way him and I are eye to eye. <laughs> and, <laughs> and just reaching out and grabbing mm -hmm. him by the fucking face and just going okay, here's a good matchup uh russell brand versus tim pool now that would be great russell oh, yeah. brand tim pool is a good idea that's a good idea so if russell brand snatches tim pool's beanie off his head do we is that, is that like the end of the match the game's over no i think it's like one of those sculptures that's made out of paper that stretches out uh -huh. About like they look like a normal bust, and you grab them and wiggle them around, and then they expand out. They look like a big long accordion. I think. Are that's you what suggesting we hire hobos to wear costumes and paper mache masks representing our favorite truthers, like Alex Jones and Correct. David Ike, and then they play with each other in a synchronized way, where there's a ballet of choreographed moves yeah, we could make it like dance dance revolution yeah so it's like sports wrestling entertainment where no one's getting shit on their head during a sexual act <laughs> well not till after the fight <laughs> what the fuck happened <laughs> hibbler versus march sergeant that, that would be good oh fuck that would be hilarious and like I said, and then each of them has to have like their own little sayings and their own little things. <laughs> catchphrases. You know? Yeah. Like David Ike just calls everyone. Now, who, who would fight Joe Rogan is a good question. This is a really <laughs> solid question because there's nobody, if we're honest, there's nobody on Joe Rogan's level. Dude. So I mean, Russell up, Brand kind it of. Be, it should be Owen Benjamin because like. Joe Rogan's got them fucking like killer leg kicks. No, that's like, just because you want Owen to see and, Owen get hurt. Could we? Owen Benjamin. I'm looking for the comedy Sarah value Palin. here. Owen puts his hand on top of Joe Rogan's head, and Joe Rogan just sits and whiff kicks for like three minutes. <laughs> no, you know that leg kick and chop chop old Big Bear right down. It, it would, but if he put his hand mm -hmm. on his on his forehead <laughs> and keep him like five feet away, uh -huh. and Joe Rogan, yeah, it would take a like little while. Sort of, yeah, 
Oh, the lollipops are falling out of his okay, fancy let's, pants. Okay, let's take this to the next level and make it a tag team match. So we have to have two v two matchups, pair ups, ready to go. So it'd be let's go, Sarah Palin, and wait, Sarah Palin. She's not what, 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 when did we switch from truthers to political figures? I get confused about the rules. It's just supposed to be entertaining and fun. <laughs> no Roseanne. No one's really getting hurt. Roseanne, Roseanne counts Roseanne as a Roseanne would be fucking yeah. great. Rose, Joe Rogan's getting beat up by fuck is losing because he's... Now, that he's would be getting, a good match. Joe Rogan versus Roseanne would be very good. <laughs> and so then Roseanne comes down and top turnbuckles Owen on the fucking edge. So <laughs> after Roseanne beats him, then she could bring him back in as her tag team partner and then we could put them versus ike and uh we could team ike up with uh with um bill hicks uh i can't think of his real name alex jones Jones. david david ike alex jones versus roseanne Barr, joe rogan for the biggest conspiracy tag team death match of of all time yeah (laughs) so the rules you just have to have a podcast and then you can get thrown into the ring yeah, that that so, should be the rules. Megan Megan Merkel. Oh, it's Tripoli with the steel chair. Yeah, <laughs> this could work. I think we get more views than the Masked Singer. Oh, <laughs> Jim's reaction to the Masked Singer is the same way I feel when Corey I uh, comes in when somebody turns vampire and then slays the vampire. And it's like, uh, I still got it. Oh, wait. Okay. So now it's celebrity death match versus truth or death match. Yeah, so celebrities versus Nobody truthers. Asked, because the truthers are saying that the celebrities are telling the lies and the and the and the Hollywood actors are the bad guys. So the truth is I get to fight Sicocio. I get to fight Sicocio. That would be the best. What language language will be allowed in the ring if you fight? German? (laughs) Runic only? Achtung! Achtung! (laughs) Okay. Could this all be prevented if we have some shamanism? No. Yes. So what? So what is shamanism? What is shamanism? What is shamanism? Well, shamanism, um, when it really boils down uh, to it, is shamanism. <laughs> Did you catch that? No. One more time, please. Uh, what is shamanism? Well, shamanism, um, when it really boils down uh, to it, is shamanism. I got it now. Thank you. I didn't catch it the first time. <laughs> Is that that dude that was humping the dolphins? <laughs> oh, what was his name? Uh, Lily? John Lily? John oh, Lily. Was that the dolphin humper dude? Uh, was he a shaman? No, now who? That, that clip, the, the clip actually sounded familiar, but I'm not sure I know who it was. Oh, uh, Jordan Peterson in the death match. See now, but the, uh, see that would just have to be like right wing because he's not really a truther, and he does say some things that are true, but he's mostly just a right wing, and then there to sheepdog people back to Israel. You know, <laughs> it's true. It's true, folks. 
Now, I think if we're going to have uh, Jordan Peterson, with the, the plain obvious answer is to have him fight that guy that was pimping the girls online from Romania. He, he oh, was, uh, uh, Andrew Tate? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Jordan Peterson versus Andrew Tate. No, they would be on the same team. They'd be a tag team. Well, they are, but I mean, that's, you know, if you offer them enough oh. money and exposure online, they will fight each other, guaranteed. Okay. How about uh, Jordan's daughter? Being the leader of the tag team. Oh, okay. Yeah. With well, you know, that already happened. Jordan Peterson's daughter and Ben Shapiro's sister. Michaela Peterson. I think that's it was actually Andrew Tate that did it. He he decided uh-huh. to interject himself into the Peterson family and go uh, pull some tail off of Michaela Peterson while she was still married to her husband and then brag it up online and post pictures and evidence that he went to kick it with her, you know, showing what a pickup artist stud he really is, you know. Okay. (laughs) We can have everybody just stomp the living uh, shit out of uh, Nick Fuentes. You have a battle royal that's inverted. Instead of some trying to be last, it's just bring Nick Fuentes out. And all of the people we were talking about just stomp him. So here's why there's an argument. What is shamanism? Well, shamanism, um, when it really boils <laughs> down uh, to it, is shamanism. Did you hear it that time? No, I just heard it. You didn't hear it? Mm-hmm. Not so. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure that guy humped the <laughs> Yeah, I can't hear it. Can you guys hear it? Did you guys hear what shamanism was? It's, it's shamanism. shamanism. <laughs> That's weird. It's I can't sham hear man. It's a sham man. Sham wow. Sham wow guy. Now there we could get Vince Offer versus Billy Mays. That'd be good. Vince Offer's the guy that did the sham wow stuff. He's still on Instagram. I follow him because it's like a train wreck. You can't look away. You know, like the it's train's peeling off of the tracks. It's, it's heading down wreck. into the canyon. The the cars are following it over the edge, and you're like, whoa. Right. This guy's still pitching stuff. I got eating up a hooker on cocaine one time. Vince from ShamWow, he beat up a hooker. (laughs) Got arrested. See with Timmy. Yeah. You know what, Josh? My 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 partner and friend Josh got uh, beat got bear maced by a hooker. You know, she might have (laughs) deserved. I don't know. Yeah, Jim's right. Bear mace by a hook. TMZ ShamWow pitchman beats Hooker to the punch, 2009. And there's a there's a picture of him here with a bloodied up face. So like yeah. a oh, Dave, you got hers though too, huh? Yeah, his his real name's <laughs> Shlomi. Surprisingly enough, S H L O M I Shlomi. Vince we are Shlomi. the worst podcast to learn English as a second language too. It'd be so confusing. What's on purpose? When he was punching her, he was like, and there's more. <laughs> but what? Wait. Hold on, guys. Vince Lomi was arrested in Miami Beach last month after cops said he allegedly hired a hooker who he took back to his hotel. According to the arrest affidavit obtained by the smoking gun, Shlomi began kissing the hooker when she alleged on the allegedly mouth? bit his tongue and would not let go. Where was he kissing okay. her? <laughs> yeah, like like you kissed the. Don't you know the rules, Vince? It's, it's a hooker. <laughs> like, you it's don't kissing her at that. I mean, I know people that just don't kiss on a one night stand thing, kissing, like kissing a, hooker. a hooker in the mouth. 
Oh my yeah, God. I don't know. So and then he so was shocked like, when she bit onto him and wouldn't let go, huh? Fucking, that's hilarious. He's, it's going to be hard to do the commercials with the. So with that's why he stalked her up so that she would let it go of his tongue. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. That's quite the tale. <laughs> that guy, he did a pretty good interview on Juan a few weeks ago. But uh, that's the way I see uh, Phoenix Aurelius. He's the sham wow alchemist. Like, <laughs> Phoenix Aurelius. Oh, no, wait, we're now we're gonna we're bringing the alchemy rivalry out live tonight. This is exciting. <laughs> it's February third, twenty twenty four. The gloves are off. There's no tiptoeing through these tulips anymore. No tiptoeing. Anybody that tries to charge $5,000 for a weekend event, you are a freaking genius. You are so smart. We appreciate your robust economic job creating opportunities. Well, I mean, if you've read his uh, bio, it's yeah. totally, he's got, he's got the info in there that proves it's worth it. It's the robots are taking our jobs away and Felix Aurelius is giving them back to us. This, yes, I, dude. I used to have that thing. What did it do? It spun it a top. stacked cup, cups, dreidels. There, there was a top. <laughs> it was not dreidels. <laughs> Robbie the robot allowed the Jewish kids to play with dreidels on the Sabbath day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's any other way to say it. Oh my god. <laughs> His name wasn't even Robbie. Yes, it is. Rob the robot. Yeah, Robbie. Totally Robbie. Oh, they named him short after for one. robbery, which is what the orange juice drinkers have been doing to us through usury for over two thousand years now, and it ends next month. I remember usury, in the usury ends next month. No, no, it doesn't. Everybody was about having a robot in their house, and there was all kinds of toys about it in the eighties. Oh yeah, wasn't it like uh, one of the Rocky movies? He had a robot butler. I think Rocky Two. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was the coolest. Rob the robots three hundred bucks on eBay. Yeah. These collectibles are expensive. I saw a real Panasonic 3DO yesterday. Oh. A real Panasonic 3DO. Wow. It's behind a glass display case. I also saw a Sega handheld system, the Nomad. Remember from that hacker movie, Enemy of the State, with Will Smith and Gene uh, Hackerman? Oh, no. That was a neat... As a Geo, what was it? Was, it, was, was it a Neo Geo or was it the Nomad? Was it a Neo Geo? Neo Geo was the the stand up game that you could pick in the arcades, and it had like King of Monsters, and it had Samurai Showdown, and it was a, I think. Yeah, it had a thousand. It was a thousand dollars for a fucking Neo this. Geo back then. That's fine. I used to want one. A Neo Geo? No, a Turbo Graphics. It was like a, it came out, it was like a 16-bit game, supposedly, but it was more like 8-bit in a lot of ways. But they, uh, it was a Turbo Graphics. That's what it was called. Turbo Graphics 16. Yes. And they had a handheld version. 
that I always wanted. It was way too expensive, 350 bucks, but it was color back when uh, <laughs> Game Boys were first came out. Mm-hmm. It was like amazing. Sure. Oh, thank you for correcting me on that because I almost bought the wrong device. It just would have been so embarrassing. <laughs> I spent $400 on an antique video game machine that wasn't even in the movie that I didn't even like. What was the one you were talking about? Uh, well, here's the one in the movie. It's the Turbo Express. Oh, it's different. You see. Yes. I think that's a Mandela effect. Uh-huh. Call <laughs> Brian Stavely. Yeah. Okay. You're what right, what handheld video game device was featured in the movie Enemy of the State? What is what is everybody remembered as? I, I do not remember movie. the movie Enemy of the State that particular. Well. the Turbo Express. I remember it vaguely. Hmm. This one right here. Uh-huh. Turbo graphics. Yeah. Is that it's the same thing, just rebranded, I think. Might be. We we're gonna have to figure this out. You could watch TV on it. Mm-hmm. Had a TV tuner on it. Well, you could buy a TV tuner for it. And it played the same games as the uh Turbo Graphics the 16, the larger console. Mm-hmm. So you could play your games on handheld and on your TV. It was amazing. Turbo Express, yeah. What was the what was the one you were showing? I gotta find it. I think I took a picture of it. I'll I'll get it here. Just uh I wonder if it's the same thing. It's no, it's a different brand. it's a different device. So the device I was looking at nice. was a Sega Professor Dave and Neil deGrasse Tyson versus Flat Earth Dave and Ah, fuck Eric Dubay. Pick another one. Karen, Karen BFE. I was looking at a Genesis Nomad. It was a Sega Genesis Nomad. And it was a screen that would take the full Sega Genesis cartridge into the handheld unit, and then you could play it that way. I was like, was that an enemy of the state? Oh, well. I'll put the pictures in the telegram. SB Elger, what's on your mind? I like to hear what you're saying. We love to hear what you're saying. Uh, I can repeat myself, I guess. I said, and I quote, <clears throat> quoting myself here, Rule Black <laughs> is coming up with all of the very best conspiracy deathmatch claymation matchups. He is the Don King of conspiracy claymation deathmatch fight fixing. I mean, not fixing. I mean, these fights probably should be fixed, too, if we're going to have them. So that we can get the betting pool going, and uh, well, it's not airbreaking right. fights; they have to be fixed fights, so we win the betting pools. I just can't stop okay, my imaginary capacity. Yeah, my bad. I just want to see Eric Dubé go down a slide in the heat and have it not go good for him. <laughs> just me. <laughs> Bear, right? I think that's the least we could ask for. 
as some of us being part of the what we call the flat earth community would yeah. like to see his skinny little ass stick to the slide and scream out in pain and leave some skin behind maybe he does that thing where it's so hot he tries to jerk away and he dumps off the edge of the slide and then he falls those <laughs> are some metal song lyrics <clears throat> if you can remember what you just said well we don't have to remember it right. we, got, we got it recorded we got it time stamped oh fuck when we were kids fucking playgrounds were crazy and then the the merry-go-round especially if you got a real good one that you could really get zipping that thing with that there was always at least every year a couple kids that broke <laughs> some limb on the merry-go-round well i always felt bad you know i mean flying off of the merry-go-round is is expected and yes you can potentially get injured but the guys that would stand too close and like get their hand or their leg in there. Thank God yes. I never saw anybody stick their head in there. But I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure there's kids that had a funeral because they stuck their head into the spinning merry-go-round. And it's like, like what? You don't have any common sense or something like that. Things it's coming right past you. It looks like it's going 30 miles an hour. You don't want to reach in there. That's what yeah. you don't want to do. You and you're not going to run up and at the same speed the thing is moving and catch back onto it to keep pushing faster. You're going to fall into the moving thing. And it's just gonna chew you up, you know. So yeah, those merry-go-rounds have caused so many injuries over time. I think. Yeah. Just terrible. I, I saw a guy the other day. Uh, he tied a rope. He tied like his pato strap to it, and the kids were all on there holding on for dear life. And he took his four wheeler and took off really uh -huh. fast and got that thing going way faster <laughs> than it's supposed to go. That's and the how you're like, ah! like, oh, you know, don't encourage them. That's like, how you, you remove know, a loose tooth. You wrap a little I mean, string on your you tooth. You don't want the thing to come off the base. Then you have right. a story for the ages. You know, you got you got like a a filming of the uh, Twilight Zone movie type of outcome if you uh, if you do that. You now, the only thing I ever had turn out real horrible one time, we would uh, go on the trampoline, and if you had two people that would time their bounces on the outside together. And then you bounce just slightly offset from them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they would sink the trampoline down enough, and you would you then you would make it go down further, and it just whoosh, and you Gravity just really well. high. Yeah, and freaking, uh, I did that once. Only I jumped up and I tried to land on my butt, and it hit perfect, just perfect. So my ass actually cracked the ground right on my. Ouch! Head. Oh no! And then it flung me way up in the air, and I couldn't like move because I'm like screaming in pain. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's man. gotta be a real. That's a that's a disorienting type of shocking pain. Did you yeah. Yeah. ass jammed really hard, and then you're in midair? Chimney, so no... chimney crickets. That hurt. Like heck. Oh. Gosh darn, trampoline. Yeah, it was a good who one. Are the, who are the worst conspiracy theorists out here? Oh. That's, uh, say, that's probably not a good one. Who did you say, Jim? Something stupid. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> yeah, that that's might not be a good line of inquiry. No, it's Man. probably not. Venom. That Those are venomous words. Those are gonna put snake venom in the water and and that's like pissing in the the pool in the punch bowl at the party and then hiring the guy like the guy comes to your house the night before the party and puts the turds in in the morning before the party he says <laughs> i'm the turd removal service and i'm gonna charge you half price but he doubles the price the night before so he's charging you oh, see how i got it i got it we could have uh q fight quinn michaels 
we could have QAnon <laughs> fight Satoshi Nakamoto for all the Bitcoin. <laughs> that's a oh, that fight would blow up. That'd be a big one. I'm still trying to think of who Seven Bomar would fight. I guess it oh. would have to be someone else in the woke consciousness community. Okay, Teal Swan. Yeah, that would be a good one. I liked Teal Swan versus Roseanne or whatever they said. Or maybe it was someone else. Uh-huh. But yeah. Dude, in the Alex Jones, David Ike one, freaking Freeman Fly would have to come in and like just smash them both at the end so neither of them win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be good if Freeman Fly came in and prevented either one of them from succeeding and somehow took over. That would be perfect. And then the fight ends with Freeman Fly restoring Google Video and abolishing YouTube from ever existing. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh. I'm liking where this is going. Yeah, I'm liking where this is going. But Janet Jackson still shows her titty at the Super Bowl. That's important. (laughs) (laughs) That's important. Can't do without that. Well, some things aren't affected by Mandela and other, you know, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Maybe the boob changes instead of left. It was right, but but it still has that same sun and moon Uh thing. That the thing. Yeah. Jewelry adornment. Could I go on Etsy and find one of those? I don't think it was. I don't think there was any um, sticky part to it. I think it was a piercing, but I don't know. Let's play the tape back and zoom in on it real close. Boy, we're gonna we're gonna get this stream shut down, and Jim's gonna get a strike on this account if we show Janet Jackson's breast. Eight, 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 of, eight of swords, blindfold. Let's not play the video. Confirmed. He occasionally okay. likes to go fucking bowling and try to get strikes. <laughs> I play with the bumpers in the gutter. Just don't show wrestling clips. We should be fine. No WrestleMania clips. No WrestleMania clips. No anime clips. Nothing yeah. from Sony. Nothing from Japan. No Japan. hentai. No fun. We no got to we got to check in with Rockfin. How's Rockfin doing tonight? It's a good question. We appreciate Rockfin. We're glad they're there. We're sorry if we're not seeing your comments and reading them out. What is shamanism? Well, shamanism, um, when it really yep. boils. Boil it down. No, no, don't. Let it boil down. I'll figure it out. What is shamanism? <laughs> so wait, down, uh, to it is shamanism. Ronald Layton says Ice T is now a TV cop. Um, yeah, Eric Dubay versus Zachary Hubbard. Chad Warren says Jordan Maxwell is bought, brought back from the dead for a match, and he is a wizard. <laughs> oh, Jordan Maxwell is going to fight uh, William Cooper. Then, if we're if we're using necromancy, I got lots of ideas. Ustis Mullins is going to dominate this fucking shit. He's going to Mullins. Tex Mars. Yeah, Tex Mars versus Ustis Mullins would be a good one. I wouldn't care. It says don't hate on Dubay, and I wouldn't care about Dubay myself, but he shits on a lot of my friends, and there's no reason for it. Like, he's picked the fight for no apparent reason. Like, so that's the only reason that guy gets it. But other than that, I don't give a shit about him. 
and he, it's not like I got anything against anything he says or anything. Or well, it's really just it's just like all other stuff, you know. You find somebody conspiracy vil, lots of content. You imbibe a whole bunch of it. You watch it. You enjoy it. You start to get some iffiness, and you start looking into him, and then you're like, oh my gosh, this person might be a shill, or there's things about him I don't like, and it's just a normal process. In Conspiracyville, you know, like I, I really enjoyed Alex Jones when I first found him. It was probably like 2005 or 2004 or something, yeah. you know, and it wasn't very long before I was like, don't trust that guy. And that kind of stuff just happens over and over again. And of course, um, you got you to gotta kind of chalk Eric DeBay up. He's a bit of a gatekeeper. And if he's not, then he's a little off kilter. He's a little weird. Uh, so defend yourself in the ring for your honor. Fight for your right to party. <laughs> What's a live stream to have a YouTube account? If your YouTube account oh. has been removed and you win, win in the ring, then Linda Yaccarino has to give it back to you and unban you and then put you on the green list where you're just going, going, going to a million subscribers. If we're bringing Art Bell back, I think he should have to fight George Norrie for what George Norrie did. We have the technology to bring Art Bell back to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> the robot, George Norrie. We have there the we technology. Go. There we go. We could make the, instead of bringing him back, we could just make realistic looking, not super realistic, but realistic looking enough robots and then slap the silicone mask on them. So it's really obvious that it's Art yeah. Bell. But then the actual human has to fight the robot, so it makes it a pretty severe disadvantage. And this is no longer claymation. This is IRL. Like, you're George Norrie, you're 70 or whatever, and you have to fight robot Art Bell with the rubber mask on. And just see how you do. What's it feel like when you punch the robot? How do you feel? Lucky punk. How do you, how do you Maybe you give them some implements to fight punk. with uh, in those situations, like the Thunderdome. Remember how the Thunderdome had the weapons? You had to use the... Yeah. The okay. the string that pulled you up you to the ceiling. Go get them yeah. off the ceiling. Yeah, and then get the you got to get like the uh, the hula hoop rake that's been sharpened on both sides, and you got to try to get Janet Jackson's nipple ring off with it. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, get it off of there. Yeah, we'll we'll figure this out. Tina Turner, <laughs> Janet Jackson. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> what is it? What does he say? Who runs Barter Town? Hoorah. <laughs> Who runs Barter Town? <laughs> he, he he turns off the pig poop gas generating system to prove the blue flame. That's the right. Blue he turns it off so that Tina Turner has to get humble, eat some humble pie, and be like, "All right, midget man, on the back of the giant with the helmet, you Dude. run Barter Town." This would when be I, when I, a great game. I'm just when I owned up. When I owned a restaurant and my, my bar, when I owned a bar and restaurant, I had a speaker system in there and freaking not. Uh, I'd occasionally go, who runs Barter Town? Because I could see <laughs> all the cameras and, and people would like, look around. Nobody once yelled out Master Blaster. <laughs> <laughs> they would have gotten a free round if they'd have just yelled out Master Blaster. Yes, they just they would have. <laughs> now, for those of you young people or those people that have been living under a rock for the last 30 years, uh, Beyond Thunderdome is the third installation of the Mad Max series, and it's by far the best one. 
where there is a dystopian uh, metropolis in the middle of uh, nowhere where Max ends up uh, recuperating and trying to get ready to go back and fight his battle. And it's uh, appears to be run by the most amazing Tina Turner. <laughs> Turns out that a midget who rides on the back of a big retard uh, is actually in charge because they're the ones that are managing the pigs that are creating the fuel for Barter Town by uh, their poop. Now, how the pigs are eating is a pretty good question. But yeah, so he turns off the methane uh, supply to humble Tina Turner. And the reason they call it Beyond Thunderdome is because there's a huge dome-shaped cage where people have to fight to the death. And there's cool weapons magnetized to the top of the cage. And you have to use elastic bands that are hooked to your back. Uh, and so you have to like jump and bounce. And then you, like they, they spring and pull up. And you have to reach up and get like the sharpened scythe with the wheelie bar at the end or whatever. So that you can try to kill your enemy. Because two men enter, but only one man leaves. I think about that movie every time I see one of those little kids. In one of those little yeah, yeah, at the fair. The yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The kids. One kid enters, one kid leaves. I'll bet you there's dads that have taken those things and held them up and made it look like, uh, oh, yeah, like Beyond Thunderdome with two kids. This is how you pay, this is how you get rid of the weak ones. You're you saying Fred versus Karen B. That'd be fucking great. You're saying we should have toddlers Greta Thunberg? in That's the not ring. Fair. Make toddlers fight to it's the not death. A fight. <laughs> no, it'd be Karen B versus the melted brick people. Who's the most famous melted brick? I just like the idea of Karen B versus Archaics. It's only oh, fair yeah. to give her a gun since she's a woman and he's Who's a man. Who's that? Give Karen B a gun. Who's that guy? Ar I don't know. Oh, Some violent rapist. Ar Arkicks. Ar yeah, nobody should listen to. Arkicks. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, people could listen to whoever they want. But the few times I've tried to tune in for up to 30 seconds, it seems a lot like what we call uh, word salad. Word salad nonsense. Is yep. that, uh, is he a and that's if you're overlooking other things like, uh, well, in prison, they call it your paperwork. You know, you might want to take a glance at the paperwork <clears throat> channel that you're enjoying, if they have any, you know, just to see what it says. Right. Only thing I ever want to hear out of that guy is gurgly sounds. <laughs> <laughs> gurgly sounds. That's quiet gurgly sounds this is going to be like more yeah, with, with some kicky with some funny kicks, kicks. finishing moves <laughs> finishing moves so if this doesn't turn into a claymation animation it certainly needs to become oh, man, when that a happens. video game you need to turn it into a fighting game for real there's enough kids with talent and a lot of time and computers on their hands they could model david ike and other celebrities and release a homebrew game where you could fight to the death a game instead of just a video yeah turn it into a game turn turn it into a game then how are we gonna compare, how are we gonna have that then well we get the game going and the playstation 2 and then it starts to franchise then we get comic books then we get movies then we have music inspired by the video game 
You think so, enough mainstream so, pe people know enough truthers to make that a relevant thing? Yes. It would only be amusing if you know who they are. There are fewer people watching CNN and Fox News, and there are more people turning to TikTok to see the short video clips of other podcasters they love. No one's really watching the big mainstream news. No one's watching 2020. There are no news magazines. They've fully fallen off. They're dead. I agree. But so we're getting ahead of the curve groups? here. Well, well, are they watching is... fucking dumbass dumbasses on YouTube? Are they are they actually watching truthers? Because I haven't noticed that. Well, we're getting ahead of the curve, knowing that people are still looking for news analysts and interesting people to talk about what is going on in the world. And they're more likely to search YouTube. If people are still on YouTube, that's why so many people are removed from YouTube. Because people are saying, well, what happened in Miami in January? And then whose video is going to show up? Is it going to be a Tucker Carlson video talking about the mall event in Miami? So all of these events that people are talking about on social media, but CNN never covers, Fox News never covers. People are curious about it. If there is a convoy of truckers heading to Texas to the Eagle Pass border area to defend people's rights to snip or not snip barbed wire fences, who's going to talk about that? Oh, that one got that one got weird quick. I didn't expect the federal government to back down the way they did. This is going to be the most ugly election ever if it happens. I don't believe one will happen, but if it happens, this is going to be the most landslide election that's ever happened. It's going to be ugly. I can't believe that they backed down. I thought that that was going to be a crazy standoff, but now it's just fucking like two kids in high school pushing each other, you know, like and nobody taking a swing. You say swig? Like a whole yeah, whiskey a swig yeah, of whiskey, yeah. Get, get drunk and punch each other. Yeah. So we're not doing a secession then? We're not doing a little secession this year? Well, then what? The senator of Georgia was talking about half the country. Because actually, I think it ended up being 27 states total stood with Texas. Mm -hmm. Like it, it got kind of ugly. It got pretty ugly. for the. I understood stand why the federal government backed down. I just don't see how they could do it and hold, save face. And they really didn't save face. Like Yeah, let's see. I think I had the Biden report, but I have to dig it up. Let's see if we can find it again. Have we heard from Biden at all? Is he, is he alive? The real Biden? Will he please stand up? <laughs> can he stand up on his own? Does he have a I don't think yeah. so. He can't ride a bicycle. <laughs> that. He can't stay up very long. Or you see him falling. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I can't get up. I'm just headed out to find it. We got so many files to keep track of. Does, does Biden wear a Apple Pro display? What is it called? A goggle thing? A Google goggle to see where alternate reality is? Maybe. That's a good question. I don't know. He's I just 
he's just sitting there like uh, on that Rick and Morty episode where they have the dude that's sitting there with the glasses and they're sucking the juice out of his, the happiness out of his brain. <laughs> and he's like in a presidential chair somewhere, just like, eh, hey, I'll drool coming out. I'm president. <laughs> that's it. It's about right. Well, if they let him get some crack, he could stand up. You know how hard it is to stand up when you haven't had crack? Yeah. Do Bay versus our geeks. <laughs> shamanism is shamanism. It's shamanism. It's shamanism. Yeah, I'd have to step out of any uh, uh, claymation with our geeks and there it'd get too ugly. It'd be bad. The things I do to a violent rapist. There's a reason that they separate nor you know decent inmates from guys like that and keep those guys over in their little protected area where they can sit around and play D and talk about dumb shit. <laughs> I don't give a rat's ass about what society he paid society's price. Who cares? What is the the yeah. price of redemption? It's mm. a good question. Could it be answered in the next twenty minutes? Or are we going to go for another two hours, three hours? <laughs> so I don't know what it could be answered in twenty minutes. Holy smoke! I mean, really, redemption? You know, I'm sure there there is. But there's also got to be a record, you know, for a lot of things. But for something like that, where you cause general, most likely, you know, 99.99 infinity uh, chances that you uh, cause generational traumas to people that you're never even going to meet. Like, I don't see how you can redeem yourself from that. Yeah, that's rough. Any um, any major beheadings in the news? Any guillotine action? Severed heads? Any exciting violence? Well, it seems like that's kind of taken a lull. Remember when that was real popular? That was when we uh, that was when we were fighting with the uh, air with the Muslims. Though we're not fighting the Muslims now, so we don't get to. They don't show that uh, faces of death type shit on TV anymore. The Arab Spring turned into an Arab Dark Winter. Do they even have snow in the Middle East? Hmm. I haven't yeah. checked the haven't checked the weather reports in Saudi Arabia in for, forever. I never checked them. Yeah, I've I've not spent a lot of time looking at them either. So, <laughs> remember this uh, survival horror game. And now uh, the PlayStation system. Terrifying. Where the president, oh, would, president would creep up behind you and sniff your hair and you'd have to run away. I mean, you'd have to stand really still so it would go away. <laughs> Evil president. Oh, that's, well, that's great. Crazy. Yeah. Those fingers. Play it with the, the dual shocker. <laughs> He's like, I played the very first Resident Evil, and mm -hmm. uh, 
he's basically like that liquor guy that you know you're, you're just walking through and also he comes across the ceiling with a long ass tongue and shit mm-hmm. only <laughs> right before he licks he has to take a big old sniff don't let him smell your fear yes exactly just look at those fingernails wow bet he'd scrape those against some chalkboards so that's uh it's putting the disco back and disconnecting from reality and the news cycle is so um so bizarre few days ago i heard just through the chats just through the uh, telegrams and the message boards that there was a video on youtube of a guy 32 years of age i believe who had a youtube channel and he had published poetry books and he may be the messiah or people say he is a militia leader savior of america and against all federal agents not some of them, all of them. All federal agents, yeah. And the way he got attention, and I don't know if this is the best way to get attention, but to hold up a severed head in a plastic bag. Oh, this Yahoo. Yeah, this Yahoo, Yahoo, uh, Alta Vista dog pile. Mm-hmm. Is this yeah, a big that's... story? Is this caught on anywhere? Has it showed on the? You know, they're thing? able to. They're able to yank anything off the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, like you severed your dad's head. I would think that that would have got scrubbed in immediately, like within hours of that getting back. Supposedly, it was up for like five hours or something. Ugh. It was re-hosted on a number of different sites. So it felt to me like other events that have been in the It's Happening threads on the forums where deplorables post frog pictures. And having been on that internet for most of my, my entire adult life, and having experienced the cycles of the it's happening event cycle of uh, obscene deaths or are they not deaths questions of crisis actor or film set or fake and gay or whatever it was those types of things that's kind of the genre of news item this seemed to fit into probably due to the fact that there may have been a manifesto attached. I don't know if people are catching up to what we're dancing around on this topic. People with manifestos. You are not a proper psychopath unless you have a manifesto. Like if you if you one day wake up and you're like, you know what? Psychopath is for me. What do you need to do what first? Oh, make I think a manifesto. You start by killing all the animals that you see. You may not actually be able to to go psycho if you didn't write the manifesto in advance, I think. Yeah. And it's also true about art movements. So Mm -hmm. I've always considered those things to be curious. If you're going to have an art movement, you also have to have a manifesto. 
Right. So I guess if we're talking about ethical journalism and responsible uh, behavior, uh, do we want to say the guy's name? Do we want to show his no, picture? No, don't do, do we it. want to don't put him on the front of the news? I don't think this is a great way to to um, end the federal government. So I'm just wondering now if like, cause you know, you don't hear about normal people having manifestos. Like mm -hmm. I, I was at my grandpa's house after he died and I found his manifesto. Like, is it <laughs> it was your grandpa on the flight that flew into a skyscraper in New York. And then after it just burned away, they found his passport a few blocks away in a rubble pile. Oh, you just made me think of the, 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 uh, the Boston the passport, Boston, the, the passport Boston, suit. Remember the, the passport suit meme where they built suits out of passports uh, because they're invincible. Yes, that that is the way to go into a firefight. It's like uh, it's like having uh, shaggy pants. It's invincibility. Yeah, total invincibility. Yeah, suit of armor. What was that shaggy song? He had a one-hit wonder song. Very catchy earworm thing. Shaggy. Uh, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Yeah. Uh, this guy had released albums of music. He was an artist or is an artist or creative. Very um, prolific in some ways. Not as prolific as other authors we've, we've interviewed here on this very stream. You know who else is a musician now? John Hinckley. John Hinckley. He's out there playing gigs, man. Yeah. Yeah. I stumbled into John Hinckley. That's the guy that shot Reagan, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, he's like writing folk songs and taking his guitar out and playing at bars and open mics and stuff. So he'd be like playing. I wonder if now Hinckley wrote it. Did Hinckley write a manifesto or not? He could play at our halftime Ooh. show at our pay-per-view event of our, our truther no, celebrity death no, match. No. I mean, we have to maximize entertainment value. We have to have bread. See, if we he wrote a manifesto, he would have probably succeeded. That's why he didn't. Uh... <laughs> Is that what causes the beer, the okay. bullet to take a hard right? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 uh, no, wasn't it that the uh, hollow tips did not explode? He okay. took I don't remember. I'm, I, I'm seeing... I just remember Jody Foster was involved somehow, and that made it weird. I'm seeing the words come together in my head. Women sit around, read the secret, and they do their manifesta. Men write their manifesto. So that how that works. It's the manifest destiny of killing all federal agents. Just become your own postmaster general, bro. Just run your own post office. But then when you go postal, then what do you do if you're the one running it? Oh. You go up there and beat yourself up? I think you just pull a Charles Bukowski <laughs> into a ham on rye. What was the guy's name? Hinkley? What was his first name? Uh, John, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting the manifesto from Gordon Hinckley, who's part of the uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Could we put that to music? Oh, of course they have a manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> Explains a lot, doesn't it? Explains everything. So the away team is the Westboro Baptist Church, and they got to sit on the bleachers on the far side of the track. 
are they allowed to bring signs in protest? Well, of course. Like Raw 316. I watched a WrestleMania once. I think I know how this works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just got you, you just gotta, you know, you take two two communion cups and you you know, and just <laughs> well. I would so take wafers at people and beating them in the head with fucking well, stale well, communion wafers. So in church after communion, we had plastic communion cups. And then we'd have the grape juice. There'd be like the leftover grape juice on the bottom of the little cup. Because not everybody was going to like stick their tongue in the little communion cup to make sure they get all the grape juice to make sure they do a complete communion. They do like a partial communion. They just like <laughs> take a shot of the communion. But anyway, there'd be there'd be grape juice left in the bottom of the cup, and we take the cups and we like put them in our hands and we like pretend we were breaking our fingers off and we crush the cup to get the grape juice to drip down. We'd be like stigmata, stigmata. <laughs> but the plastic would be so sharp that it actually dig into our skin and would actually bleed and actually have blood running down our hands. And then it got too real for most Christians. And I, I almost got kicked out of the church that day. <laughs> nice. Also, okay. if you're ever going to have, my kids and I one time were fucking around with them uh, glow sticks, and we po and we cut the ends off them, and we're chasing each other around, whipping each other, you know, whipping the glowing shit at each other, and you know, just making a big old mess all over of glowing stuff. But th there's when you break that, there's little pieces of like glass or plastic in there, and when you whip them at each other, then it really sharp, and we all ended up with a bunch of little cuts. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. I never thought to whip it at someone. Whip it. Whip it. Whip it real good. I'm glad that I opened Telegram and I see Jet Jackson's a boob jewel. That's what Telegram's good for. Telegram's so good. It's like HBO. It's premium content. Wow, there. it is a boob jewel. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I don't lie about boob jewels. <laughs> we'll put the link in here so that you could check it out. I will hit about many things, but not boob jewels. <laughs> but not boob jewels. I have a reminder for uh, 9 p.m. to take a moment of gratitude. I'm two hours late, so I'm going to go around and ask everybody to say what they're thankful for. I already said mine. Boob jewel. Who's next? I'm thankful for chocolate cookies. Can I be thankful for boob jewels too? <laughs> no, it's one, one, one thankful one person. Sorry. Well, there are two boobs. Ah. I'm thankful for a fat head stash. Oh, up here? <laughs> Is that when I've got a fat head stash? <laughs> I was trying out, and I like the way the uh, the light in my <laughs> headphones shines through there and looks like a piece of lint. I'm appreciating that effect. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I'm thankful for the lava lamp butt plug. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thankful of something. Cool. It looks like it's got moving action even. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's self-penetrating. But showed up in the, in the post office box. Is it like a tour? Yeah. Uh, 
Like, uh, I mean, I, I don't even know what it really is. In my mind, it's definitely a lava lamp. Uh -huh. It looks like a lava lamp. <coughs> Light bulb. Making yeah, some we ordered colors. Everybody loves a good boob jewel. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's right up there with that people that put the little jewel on their cat's buttholes. <laughs> that's on brand. That makes me think of the in the movie Brazil. Towards the end of the movie, all of the bureaucratic paperwork is spilling over into the streets, and there's a woman walking her pug on a leash, and she's complaining that the litter is uh, littering up the street and that people should pick it up and throw it away in the garbage can, and her pug has an X of Band-Aids across its butthole. <laughs> <laughs> and I've always thought that was like a really nice touch. Somewhere there's a... It's a bad a director's touch. commentary. It's a, it's a bad touch. It's a bad, it's a bad the touch. bad touch. The movie Freddy Got Fingered explores that very topic. Nothing but mammals fill up with some band on our pug's butthole. Um, <laughs> is that enough to behead your dad over? No. You know the. You know I, I. I definitely can see that there's probably situations where that would be a thing, but it'd have to be a lot. No, I would say you know. I mean, for the most part, no matter what happened, you're across the line when you mm -hmm. get to the level of accepting the role of beheader. You know, what I mean, I understand there was a time in history where you says there can be only one. No, that's a little different. If you're Highlanders, that completely is an exception to the rule. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're in medieval times where you're the executioner, obviously you just got to chop a lot of heads and you're really trying to keep a sharp edge on the axe and hope that it goes well because you feel bad uh -huh. when you got to like take a couple swipes, especially right. with a female. I'm sure they felt terrible if they had to hit it twice or three times. Uh -huh. You just want to go home and like just put your feet up and forget about it take a hot bath or something so we're, we're talking unicycle bicycle tricycle which one oh definitely tricycle i'm choosing tricycle yeah i think it's better balance i've always wanted a recumbent bike and that's technically still a tricycle so i mean you can get a two-wheeler but i don't know if i'm ready for that i had a three-wheeler it's it's all right. They're very tippy. I can see why that I I have I had that Honda Big Red, <clears throat> and I can see why it caused kids so many problems. It's 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 you got to work pretty hard. If like you try to, the the cozy crone's got a point here. I misspoke and said if you are Highlanders plural, and that is in direct contradiction to the reality of the Highlander. Thank uh, you. Because there can be only one. Right. Only so I was glad to be corrected so that I could be edified. Oh, I pushed the wrong button there. I don't know what that comment means, Robo Honky. Sorry about that. You're supposed to press <laughs> the button that says solipsism is when you boil it down, it's um, solipsism. God, I'm stealing your pot and trying to hotwire your truck. What a prick. Boom yeah. tool. Oh, it was his dog doing it. Yeah, yeah. Dogs I get it. Like I get it. Dogs are like that. So <laughs> are dogs more likely to become sentient than cats? And cats are already sentient. Yeah, I was going to say, 
Dogs are sentient too. They just ignore it until food or other desirable things are involved. Yeah. And the sentience yeah. kicks right up. Boop. That's why I had to remove myself from the stage for a minute because uh, my dogs realized that uh, the lady of the house was not going to supply them the butternut squash dessert that they're so used to getting and so desirous of. And then, so they came and laid around patiently waiting for me to realize that I was neglecting my duty as butternut squash distribution mechanism. And when, uh, is that a that term duty, of endearment? You call they started scratching like and pushing squash. on me like, dude, 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 it's past nine 30. What are you doing? Why are you talking to your friends online? You're not giving us butternut squash. This is stupid. Go downstairs. Give us the butternut squash. Or we're going to keep interrupting you physically and yeah. psychically because the oh, pugs have okay. magic. Oh, they use magic. Squash. Oh. I don't think I would want to live forever. I like, I you know, I like Rule's idea here, though. Unless the last two Highlanders are like, why don't we call it and live forever? To me, that's like when you get to the end of a poker tournament, uh -huh. then the last two people agree to split the money. It's like, you cowards. <laughs> the tension is building up, and we're trying to have spend a, four hours, and you're tired of looking at your cards, and you want to go to the bathroom. We're trying Just to have a playing. little civil war here. Stop being a tease and do an actual civil war already. Just get all the aggression out. How long are we going to drag this fight out? With the Highlanders? You can yeah. tell there's only one. <laughs> You know how it is, though. If you say there can be only one, some asshole's like, uh-uh. If there the is, it's me. It's like, I'm Jesus Christ. No, I'm Jesus Christ. Well, we can't both be Jesus Christ. I would like me? to remake the movie where Jim is the Highlander who's trying to kill the guy who's claiming to be the Highlander. Well, this guy who beheaded his father didn't I claim to be a lot Messiah. With only he said other people claimed he was the Messiah. So if other people claim you're the Highlander... Does that mean you can chop your father's head off? Yeah. Good question. Yeah. So the, the king kill ritual, was it, um, what stories? What'd you say, popular, Alan? What, what stories made popular the idea of taking off a head of royalty? Like just chopping the head off, taking a crown off? I bet somebody wanted to chop this head downward. Oh, yeah. King Krill 33. Is that SpongeBob fan fiction? Or is that the real yes. deal? <laughs> is that the uh, secret recipe for that Krabby Patty in there? Yeah. It's it's a snuff film. How to do a political assassination? <laughs> how to kill a plankton? Sponge, SpongeBob live action Highlander, actually. Yeah. The weird thing is, is that no one knows where to cut SpongeBob's head because he's shaped like a rectangle. Yeah. So they get it wrong, and then like uh -huh. just his mouth and his face is still there, and so it doesn't really count. And so he's technically still the Highlander. That's how they and reproduce so asexually. I they do it lower, and it goes through part of his shoulder, and that's not right, and so it disqualifies mm -hmm. him from uh, decapitation. It's just weird. Divide and conquer. Oh. <laughs> when you're the SpongeBob. Oh. It yeah. seems like sponges would be one of them things that if you cut them in half wrong, there'd just be two of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I'm sure. Wouldn't that be awesome if they shred SpongeBob up with the samurai sword and then there's just 50 little if you have two sponges, sponges and you're in the bath and you use one to wash your bottom and the other one to wash your face, how do you make sure you don't do the reverse the next time you take a bath? 
you've got to use them both both times. I mean, it doesn't matter. You're in the bath. Yeah, but yeah, you don't want to get pink no. eye. You don't want to get stink eye. That's true. Hygiene is. I want to get a brown sponge and a pink sponge. Okay. Like if if you could regrow because you were split in half, would one of you be a clone? And if so, which one? Or are both you just that thing now? No, I think you're both just that thing. You're both clones of the original. Because there was well, the original, the original still lives. So if the original still lives and another piece spontaneously, so which piece is the original? Yeah, which piece is the original? Uh, you'd say the part that has the most of the CNS, if there's such a thing as a CNS. But if there's not, then you're really in a mysterious situation. Hmm. But do sponges have a central nervous system? Is uh, We might have to save that for next stream. We're already two hours and two minutes in here. I thought we were trying to solve a problem. <laughs> get too deep. Yeah. Rabbit hole we don't there's 43 deep. people watching us. We don't want them to get bored while we talk about well, sponges. Let's not reveal the numbers. Well. Those numbers lie. We've got millions of viewers on Rockfin and billions of listeners on our podcast. Worldwide. That's right. Did I even put the name of the, the URL, the page there? It's create a banner for that alanmarcus.com forward slash podcast I think someone tried that and said it, it worked alanmarcus.com forward slash podcast it's a real web page with access to a real RSS feed to listen to real audio archives of weaving spiders well, what we're imagining is you're thinking about throwing the stream on because mm -hmm. you missed it or you want to rerun what was so awesome about whatever you already watched. And yeah. you're not paying for YouTube premium. So as you're imagining putting the stream on, you're realizing that you're going to be doing other stuff, but you're having that shitty, uncomfortable feeling of, I'm going to touch my phone. Uh -huh. It's going to close the fucking stream. I'm going to have to stop what I'm doing. I need to yeah. pause it. And you don't have to worry about ads with a weaving spider stream, but you know, this is still an uh, opportunity on YouTube to run into these kind of problems. So instead, you're like, aha, alanmarkers.com slash podcast. You push play. That's it. Now, if you need to push the little button on the side of your phone, yeah. like me, if you have an Android, or I don't know what you do with those stupid fucking yeah. Apple devices that suck, um, mm -hmm. and you put it in your back pocket, and then you can go clean your toilet or pick fruit or... It's a, yeah, it's a hidden page because I haven't... I haven't shared it anywhere else yet so you guys are and that's what we had that's what we're envisioning that's one of the main things is people are like i want to check out the stream i don't need the visual i'm afraid how youtube's gonna treat toilet me. was oddly specific i usually use examples of things that i don't personally do mm -hmm. so you, you so you're just telling everybody you have a dirty toilet no i didn't say that well, you got to divvy up, man. You'll do this thing, and I'll do that thing. And if we have to make a rare exception where I have to do it, fine. But in general, that's yours, and this is mine. Looks Are like you saying I'm supposed to come clean your toilet? <laughs> if you want to, I'm not going to stop you, Ben. That's a long <laughs> actually, trip to come clean I, your toilet. I probably would, actually. I'd be like, bro, I, I'll do it this time. You being here is an exception. If you think it's dirty, I'll clean it. You just have to ask. One time uh, when I lived as a bachelor, just a few years out of high school, a girl that I really liked and kind of had a crush on came to my house, you know, and we were sitting around smoking hella weed. 
and uh, my toilet was so dirty that she she said, you know what? I'm going to clean your toilet. I'm like, no, no, don't do it. She's like, nope, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right now. And she humiliated and embarrassed me for life. She went and scrubbed my dirty toilet because she's like, bro, that's too far. You shouldn't have let it get that bad. <laughs> and I was like, don't do that. I'll do it. I'll clean it right now. Don't worry about it. She's like, nope, I'm cleaning your toilet. And there's nothing I could do because we were both hella baked. And she was kind of an assertive, confident girl. You know, I didn't want to add. Oh, God. To how, how, how fucking, how bad is that for you, though, that now, now you've, you probably do keep your toilet clean after that. You're like, God damn, one time I invited this hot just, chick over and we were just, well, I mean, I, I really don't, yeah, I really, I don't like doing the, I don't like doing the whole job. I don't really want to make out. What I really want to do is, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I, I would never wow. my pearl thrown again. in there, like, how, how traumatizing is that? That she would rather clean your toilet than hang out with you? Like, like it was bad. It took me a while to get over it. You know, it took me. A so you're years saying putting it. on headphones, playing the Weaving Spiders replay podcast audio archive stream. We'll figure out a snappier title for it. I think you guys are smart enough to know what an RSS feed is, and I think that you guys all know what podcasts are by now. So you can put. Why do they call it that, Alan? Why is it called a podcast? Because netcasts didn't take off. People thought you'd have to own an iPod. You're assuming a lot. Oh, that's right. iPod. It comes from iPod. So when iTunes added the remote item tag, meaning that like an email inbox, you would have a program for you that would check. Feeds. You'd have a list of things you'd subscribe to. Yeah, for sometimes really blogs. simple syndication. Sometimes it would be blogs. Sometimes it would be audio. Sometimes it would be video. Sometimes it would be PDF documents or newsletters. You would subscribe to them. And this time it was audio. So it could be a music show. It could be a lecture. It could be an audio book. It could be a story. It could be anything. It's a remote item tag. The server would be pinged. It'd, it'd find out there's a new episode, and you get an alert on your phone, just like you get an alert saying, I've got a new email. It would alert you to say, There's a new podcast episode. You've got mail. You've got mail, indeed. So you subscribe to your favorite podcast. It would ding to say, There's a new episode. You can download it. And then go outside away from your dial-up internet because not everybody had smartphones with internet connection. So you'd sync an iPad. You'd connect your iPad to your iMac computer. Your computer would download the audio files. It would then sync the music and the podcast episodes to your iPod. And then you'd leave your house and go for a walk and listen to the audio content podcasts were not exclusive to iPods or Apple but it did play a part in the history it was play on demand POD perhaps maybe it was a backronym the history is sort of what's this got to do with Christian bands a lot of Godcasters would put their sermons (laughs) their recorded audio sermons on a podcast feed and then you Godcast Yes. Did you listen to Pastor Harry's recent Godcast? It was pretty good, man. It had me down on my knees praying. 
back to Jesus. I'm sorry, Jesus. I was masturbating and drinking beer again, and I feel bad about it. And I came here right now to say, Pastor Jerry's Godcast made me think twice about that behavior, and I repented, and I want to get back good with you right now, back in the good graces of you and the church. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. There are a lot of Christians and media who have media ministries, and they use podcasts to <clears throat> put out their content. So with all of the YouTube unfriendliness and how many people have I seen in the last month announcing on other social media that YouTube deleted their account, at least a dozen. I follow a lot of content creators. I know Beth Martin's had her account taken away. Some yeah. other guys have had their accounts taken away. Just That's for... going to get worse as the political season. Right. Oh, yeah. It's... Right. So not everyone has a Rockfin account. Not everybody's going to bother going to Odyssey or Rumble or any other platform. And you know what? It's a lot of content. When you download the content you want to watch, add it to your queue, and it's on your phone, and you leave your house and you're on a drive, you just hit play, and you can listen to anything you want. And we own the server. We own the feed. We own the archive. It is ours. And the only <laughs> is if we choose to remove it ourselves. But because you guys download the files and you can download the files and back them up, then you'll always have them. So once it's released, it's released forever. I think this is what Stephen Greer was talking about his free energy devices. You know, if you could just get those blueprints figured out, the patents could just get figured out, and we just release all the information online to the blockchain, and it would it would change the world overnight. Uh, or at least within 10 years as people slowly start to figure out electric cars are not a good idea and over unity is real and the, the aliens save us and world peace happens. Yes. And we can talk about that on an audio podcast. We skipped all of the alien guys for the celebrity deathmatch claymation fights. Uh, Who's the guy that brought out the blue alien guy? Like, we need to get these alien guys. David Wilcox. David. Yeah, Wilcox needs to be in there. And who's the guy that is? Will Penis. The blue alien, what are the avian, the avian blue alien chicken guys? Yeah. That wasn't David Wilcox. Wasn't that with a different guy, wasn't it? Hey, remember when Nathan Stoppelman stopped by and talked to us about uh, sports cars? Of course. How could we forget? Tried to you know, after a such a high point in our career as spiders, to be brought accidentally so low was a shocking deviation from the norm. Do I look like a guy who drive a Maserati? If it was a gift, yeah. <laughs> no, he's not trying to gift it to me. He's trying to sell it to me. He's trying to sell you a Maserati? Yeah. Southern Who California. Is? Was it formerly owned by Joe Walsh and did he sign it? That's what Are I want. Are you coming know. to California? <laughs> well, we were Maserati's trying, not we going to make it to your property. So we were trying to, house, house. No. We were make trying to figure it out. <laughs> but Stoppelman was in his kitchen and we weren't sure what was going on and we were very concerned. And no one, no one bought a Maserati. No one bought a Maserati. Was he trying to sell one? Well, he was telling us about his job at a high-end car dealership, 
And that's all I remember. Now, if I could play that back on a podcast audio feed, I'd be able to go for a walk and ponder the appearance of different guests who have popped into the streams and left indelible impressions that are very memorable, but I can't seem to remember exactly what was said. So it wasn't so that indelible. you at the Garberville DMV. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't park at the DMV, but <laughs> DMV, yeah, you know me. I don't park here. I just had to type it in because I wanted to see. Uh... But yeah, the, the yeah, DMV it's really does... one on one. You know, it doesn't look. You're right. The DMV really doesn't look like a very good place. No, that DMV is not really in town, like. So Garberville and Redway are like these little sister cities that are like a mile apart is all. And mm -hmm. then in between them, there's like a little industrial area that you have to go up this little mount, this little hill and you have to, and it's just, just this weird industrial area that has nothing else in it, but the DMV's up there. Yeah. Shout out to Reality Zards Pod, Nate, Tony, and Thomas who lost their YouTube account this week. Because of oh, they knocked the reality czars down, huh? Lame. Yeah. Lame. Yeah, as if anybody wants to hear about uh, Epstein, uh, British Empire's elections. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ben's right. You know, as we approach uh, closer and closer to the twenty twenty four presidential election, of course, it's mm. gonna. It's gonna get stupider, guys. It's not even. Don't even begin again. You well, know, you can't even take it personally. Like it's some part of some little plan that they have that we don't really fully understand, and it's easy to take it personally and think that it's like some kind of linear, understandable, logical thing. But that's not true. We have no idea why they're deciding to ramp up censorship and be weird and knock down like. I remember the first big swoop on all the censorship and weirdness. There was a whole bunch of channels that didn't make any sense makeup channels and diet channels that weren't even talking about alternative health and Christy, all these people. Christy listens to like crime shows and a bunch of them got hit. She listens yeah. to Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, it doesn't make sense. I mean, it could just be that they're trying to fine tune their AI tools and they'll, so a whole bunch of people get swept up on accident, but I don't think so. I think it's something different. It's to, it's to get our hackles up and it works because if you're just putting makeup on, your face for YouTube and it's going good and you've got 300,000 subscribers and you're making a decent living and all of a sudden they take it away from you for no reason. That creates a very specific trauma and reaction mm -hmm. in the population. So then if you do that and you know that you're doing it to a thousand people or 10,000 people or a hundred thousand people, then you're, you're manifesting a specific type of damage or derision or division in people. You know, I think it's more uh, to do with that. They're 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 benchmarking. They're doing some kind of tests or something. Yeah, that we can't understand because we don't have enough data. Down. That's interesting. For what Dick needs, all that kind yeah. of stuff doesn't make any sense, right? Like, oh, you know, I mean, if if it was only the raw milk people, it would make sense. But it's not. It's like there's weird diet channels, like Ben said. You know, right. fucking tarot readers for the deck they're using. Uh, people who are putting on makeup. What did you say Christy was watching? Crime shows? Well, 
if, it doesn't make any sense. If YouTube was transparent, they would have a list of all the channels that they've taken down. They just put them on the list to say these have been taken down. That's right, right. We, it's just like we when removed them. They, they, you know, they broke our community guidelines. Right, just like, like when you're, they when you're cashing bad checks. They put your picture next to the register and say, look, bitch, don't come in here. We know what you're doing. So, your shit's out of line. That's enough. Public notices. Just say, you know, right. these are all they, the They'll never that, do that because it's not what we These think. are all the and people. Like, their houses were foreclosed upon. Put them in the paper so everybody right. knows. And because we're in the conspiracy realm, it's really easy for us to think it's because we're putting out information that they don't like, so they have to stop us. But that's just a byproduct of conspiracy thinking: is that you imagine yourself to be too important, so and the, uh, they're getting they're spying on us, they're interrupting our broadcast, they're following us. That's just we've all been watching conspiracy people do that for thirty years. You know, they're it's not, the Tyco Corporation that didn't like my disparaging remarks about Doodle Bear, but the truth is, I love Doodle Bears. And I want to see them back. <laughs> yeah, they don't have to have a reason at all to. No, no. Well, I think they do have reasons, but we're not privy to them. We don't yeah, get they, that. They data don't have set. to give you any any reason. It's mm -hmm. it's not. It's their company. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not a. It's not a free thing. It's a private company. Right. And the medium is the message, and they are the medium. We are here in their play in their play box. They are the heavies. They will bully you. For no reason. It's their house. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that fat kid that uh, Pee Wee Herman used to hang out with. Right. There are humans behind the screens at YouTube who will, on a whim, blacklist or greenlist somebody. Basically shadow banning you because they don't like you. They don't like your personality, or you laugh that you made them laugh, and they put you on the green list, and they give you hundred thousand subscribers over the course of a month, and you're like, "Wow!" They might have done it because they flipped a coin, or because they smoked a joint at lunch, or because they was got a hangnail, or because their wife left them. Any any reason, right? Right, because they wanted to see someone freak out that all of a sudden they have a silver play button now, and their YouTube royalty and important. It's not logical. Pie. It's supposed to be. They made mm. PewDiePie into one of the most significantly famous and well-known people in PewDiePie. all of the world. And he talks PewDiePie. I can't even do that. He just. <laughs> You're muted, Ben. That's the name I was trying to think of when I was talking to Josh, and I kept saying Doja Cat. <laughs> it, it just all sounds ridiculous when Alan Marcus says it, and I usually think he's fucking with me. And I'm like, that thing's made up that he just said. P-E-W-D-I-E-P-E-E. Pew-Die-Pie. Oh, my God. Remember Fred? Yeah, he talked real fast. High-pitched voice. The annoying orange. Yeah. Now, PewDiePie, really, he kind of fits into the conspiracy culture. So we could put him in a death match. Him in a death match. It's him versus Sam Hyde for sure. Sam Hyde versus PewDiePie. Uh -huh. We could just do Twitch streamers. We could have a Twitch streamer deathmatch day. Yeah, we could have uh, Brittany Venti versus Andy Worski. That would be good. Uh, shoe on head. Shoe on oh God. head. Shoe on head. Shoe on head could fight herself Show like feet. she always does. Show feet. Shoe on head. What what are you thinking when you name yourself Shoe on Head? I mean, that's her actual screen name, Shoe on Head. Does she used to be boxy? That sounds familiar. Yeah. Was proof. that the same person? You post proof that you were 
a woman <laughs> by putting a shoe on your head or GTFO. Well, they got that. Uh, if you were SFW. Got that one fella that uh, wears the boot on his head. He's he's trying to be president. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, Vermin wait, Supreme. Vermin yeah. Supreme versus Wavy Gravy. Wavy Gravy. Now, that's pretty funny, Rule. That's a deep inside underground internet joke right there, folks. It's Sam Hyde versus the Ghost of Kiev. If you get that joke, you need to go ahead and get off the internet, touch grass, uh, don't pay your bill this month, and get out and read a book. If you know that answer to that joke question, you probably haven't paid your bills for the last ever. Yeah. Never paid bills. Now, I think this is funny, personally. We call this a cat fight where I come from. <laughs> fight okay um we yeah, can put, nerd them stuff in, expensive. put them in uh bearded bear costumes <laughs> that's funny i get it yeah. can you wear a beard on your beard right right that would that would make it more fun and entertaining if they'd have to wear ridiculous costumes and then it's like a strip tease match we gotta get them naked, and then once you're naked, we'll make it a, a clothes ripping match. Draw. The job is to rip the other person's clothes off, and we'll put some, get some seamstress to sew them so that they rip pretty easy. Break away uh, brassiers and that kind of stuff. <laughs> all, all for entertainment. Will we put it on Ass Channel One, Ass Channel Two, Boobs Channel? What channel would we play this on? TNA One, TNA Two, or TNA Three? S channel one, S channel two, boobs channel. That's that that gave me a throwback to ancient live streaming uh, and uh, not the kind we're doing. Cornhub <laughs> would, would Cornhub host it? Cornhub, that's right. You know, where the chat seems suspicious. You know, you're in the free waiting room, you're watching, <laughs> stuff's happening, but the chat. Chat seems, always seems suspicious. The chat seems kind of suspicious. The rate at which it's moving and the subject matter just doesn't quite seem right. Your arms up. For Detroit, we love. You're trying to encourage Ben to get a full breath. Your arms up. If no, no. If you can touch, he enjoys. He enjoys coughing. If you can take your elbows and touch them behind your back, dude, it's it's one of them. uh, It's uh, waterproof. It's not waterproof, but it's water resistant. (laughs) I was talking about Alan's, but yours is nice too. Oh yeah, this is this is much more colorful. That Alice is 1993 right in your face. Very jazz. <laughs> yeah. Whoever designed that thing didn't get paid, and that's a crying shame. They should have got 1% of all the sales money. <laughs> yeah. It was the last one on the display up on the wall, and I said, that's mine. I'm going to buy that. And then the woman took it down. Then you went and got a 31 tattoo? Well, let me finish the story. So she takes it down. She has one of those big like um, hooks on there. Yeah, she hook. takes it down. She's like, here it is. 
And I look at it. Yes, this is mine. I walk up to the register, I put it down. I hold out my cash and say, I'm going to buy this. And when I said, I'm going to buy this, the radio station, the song changed to Muse's Supermassive Black Hole. This is a supermassive brand. And I looked at them and I said, look, the brand, supermassive. Listen to the song. I said, I'm going to buy this. The song played the name of the brand of the jacket. It's, it's, this happens to me all the time. It's meant to be. And she was like, cool the other guy was like well do you want the fucking sweater or not yeah, yeah. <laughs> like please don't say synchronicity around us next next person it's really embarrassing being being a wizard in a mall <laughs> doing doing mundane magic for fashions and then i sign up for the email newsletter and i go like just uh, like 20 percent off or something so i paid even less for it <laughs> fashion magic glamour magic mall core styles fashion magic the glamour magic glamour magic mm-hmm. is that what the o you are glamour more oh yes you are mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to wear camo shorts, camo shorts, uh, <laughs> cargo pants. Yeah, well, if you cut them off. Yep, cut-offs. That's rock and roll. Yeah. That is rock and roll. All right, I got you, Alan, here. Hold on. <laughs> Go ahead and stop being so lazy and share screen here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Share. Yeah, I understand how to share. Thank you for helping me. Gonna, get, gonna put some boob jewels on the screen. I'm gonna go with a Chrome yeah. tab. No, no, not a Chrome tab. Mm-hmm. I want to put not Chrome. I gotta go to a window. There we go. There we go. That's the... Bing Creator Wizard in the Mall Fashion Magic Glamour. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. I could see Alan and this guy hanging out. Be less embarrassing if you're together. Are we holding hands? This kind of looks like Alan, if I'm honest. Oh, I wouldn't hold hands with him. No. And I got the feathered hair. I think their hats are a little bit too much. You know, the hats maybe are too much. Yeah, kind of. Uh, this guy looks. This is Alan when he's older. Now he's more comfortable about being at the mall. Yep. Bringing my flasks to the mall. At the mall by this point. <laughs> that looks a lot like the mall I used to go to when I was a kid in California, the Arden Fair Mall. Were you orb gazing at the Arden yeah, this Fair Mall? This actually is orb Alan. Gazing. Look at that. that. Just by typing in that prompt, it actually created and manifested Alan Marcus at the mall. For that us. is beautiful. Is that impressive or what? And look, I he's like even that. got one funky eye like Alan does. Yeah, I, I, my eyes do that sometimes. <laughs> Well, yeah. That, I, yeah. Just kind of glaze over and then I go in the astral realm and then orb gaze. Mm-hmm. Just, just gazing at orbs. Yeah. Orb, orbs and boob jewels. So that was exhausting. I'm going to stop sharing now. I, that takes a lot of energy to screen share. I don't want to do it anymore. So now that we're <laughs> two hours, 35 minutes, and 26 seconds into the stream, I can ask you guys. During the intro video, if you listen to it, 
did you think any of that song i mean the music uh maybe maybe computer maybe a computer made it <laughs> or could you tell <laughs> or could you tell um i wasn't thinking about it i was enjoying it but i wasn't thinking about it okay it was good yeah yeah i can say the name of the band i'll have to find them again it's like something pompeii was it erotic secrets of pompeii or something uh, yeah, it was. Um, I think it was a band I found through maybe Bandcamp, maybe Instagram. You know how that goes. You're just uh, thinking, I need music, I need music, and then you find the music, and it's like that's that's the music we're gonna play, and then I forget what it is. Yeah, that's the nature of uh, of the world we live in now, where instead of having a predetermined idea or having some kind of coaching or help from a friend or even from a stranger, now you stumble into something, you may or may not enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And then if you're not diligent, like I am about bookmarking and saving everything, yes, then uh, you never get to see it or find out about it again. You can try to hum the song to an app or even to your best friend and they can go, yeah, I could try to help you. And it could be six weeks later. Okay. Yeah. Like 13 year old girl plays it on her phone in the mall, and you feel like a real jerk for interrupting her and being like, What's that song? She's like, I don't know. It turned off already. And then you're still stuck in the loop. You don't get to know what it is ever again. You have to die that way. It is erotic secrets of pump. I don't even know what was being talked about, but just that you have to die that way is fucking hilarious. <laughs> and that you have to die not knowing what song it was that you liked. That's That's 2024 in a nutshell. There's a song I really liked. I wanted to hear it twice. I that only heard my it after favorite one time. Song, but I never got to hear it again. That was it. That was the end of the story. This is the erotic secret. Occulta erotica pompenorum ESOP. Erotic secrets of Pompeii out of Bristol, UK. Their song, Utterly Rudderless. So I was like, so did you email them to make sure it was okay that we used it for our intro? Oh, they love the exposure. Bands love it when you play their music and you tell everybody to listen to them. They love it. <laughs> like, I'm so honored. If this was TikTok and it was UMG Universal Music Group and we were playing a Universal Music Group group and we were doing a dance. And then they decided, no, you can't play that music anymore. Then you're going to have a bunch of uh, girls dancing to silence on TikTok. That'll be the end of the world. That'll be the true Armageddon. It'll be like John Cage. Now they're dancing to John Cage. That'll be cool. If it would just replace music the algorithm would be this sounds similar to this other band that's oh. in our available library of distributed music that we have the rights to to use then you could be dancing to music that you never chose to dance to before true this word means uh grapefruit i'm pretty sure just so you guys know palm blamus they've made music there that's the name of a music people heard them before <clears throat> you know the most obscure shit 
pretty it's, obscure. It's remembering it that really annoys me. I can't forget it. Right. It's like all this useless knowledge in my head. It's no. not even knowledge. It's not even trivia. It's just stuff. You don't even get invited on Jeopardy? Not one time? No, because they don't ask about Bandcamp bands on Jeopardy yet. You expect at some point they will, though? I think they're going to have to. No, Jeopardy is going to get canceled. I'm going to come out right now and put those words into the new sphere. Jeopardy one day will be canceled. My mom would be so mad if she could hear me right now. She'd say, John, shut your mouth. have to inflate their prices on Jeopardy. Like everything that'd be funny. A thousand and up to a hundred thousand or something. Make it all for one million dollars. What band was named after a vegetable or was it a fruit? Cucumber. Cucumber. I think the answer was Pomplamoose. Celebrity Jeopardy. Okay, I'm gonna screen share again. I lied. I accidentally did something impressive, and I want you guys to see it. So let's. You made AI art happen. You made AI. I did. I did. It's still just AI art. That's true. I don't want to go too far outside of our wheelhouse here and freak Uh people out. And so I would have went with cucumber. I I went back and did the search again, but I forgot that I wrote at the mall twice. At the mall, at and the so mall. I, repl- I replaced wizard in the small boat fashion, magic, glamour, magic, but it still said at the mall. So we got wizards in boats at the mall, which I thought was worth interrupting and sharing one more time. So let's see. Let's that boat. If you're going to be a wizard in a mall, why would you not be in a boat? I mean, to me, that's good. I like that one. That he looks be, he looks like like so I could see this as a piece of a movie plot where he's in his boat right and he doesn't understand what's happening because he's transcending time and space and this is what's happening and he understands that it has something to do with the future probably but he's not really sure so he's just being careful and navigating forward being confident in his path so he doesn't get stuck here and maybe he does get stuck here. I thought that mate that mostly annoying teenage kids bothered him on the first floor, so he flooded it. And now <laughs> that's good. That's good. Don't upset the mall wizard. I like this. Uh this is interesting. This bird is interesting. <laughs> I find this bird fascinating. Yeah. For sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, his nose, the top of his beak has gotten uh what is that? Jim, can we get a commission on this guy? Feathers. It's like we a, a it feathers, its wings are on its butt. What's but, the name of Jim, the, the Jim store? Jim could make this 3D for us. What's the name of the store him, in the but... mall that has like mallards or ducks? Is it Ducks Unlimited? Ducks Unlimited. Yeah, ducks Unlimited is a store. Okay. I like how up. the people are saying, like I like how the boat is part of the mall, like boats like this must be in uh in Venice. The, is this the mall at Venice? So, yeah, these other people just walking on water on the left. So one of those yeah, this guy's on the scary. right. It's a Sakoshi on It's like gravy yeah. boat. It's a gravy boat. It's a gravy boat. He's a very sweet, yeah, okay. very necrotic looking. Yeah, this guy is not happy. So are we at the point in culture where a guy can go around dressed 
looking like a medieval renaissance period wizard without being uh, accused of being from harry potter and or gandalf lord of the rings no cosplayer absolutely not no i don't know if you'll ever be at that point in our lifetime the yeah. media power is so overwhelmingly strong for harry potter gandalf stuff real wizards are looking like an archetypal wizard you're going to be accused yeah 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 the image is is cast right. unfortunately <laughs> into a stereotypical die now so how's a wizard supposed to dress to let everybody know that he is in fact a wizard when he walks around the mall well i think probably more like uh macho man randy savage personally that's what popped into my head to me jim with the green stuff kind of looks like macho man a little bit like neon I, I would have with, the, uh, with the dress with the harry dresden look dresden you know in the trench coat and the <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I do have a video clip from a new uh, fa- a female fantasy author that I haven't played yet. When uh, when uh, Richard Knack was describing his uh, urban fantasy, um, that reminded me a lot of uh, the Dresden series, the Dresden Files, or whatever. I haven't tested this. I wonder if we can hear the audio. Do you see her here? Yeah, I see her. Do you hear her? Mm -mm. I do. It's quiet, but I do. Okay, I'll try to adjust that. So this is author Sarah J. Mass sitting down with Jenna Bush Hagar. I guess she married a guy named Hagar. Now, that's an interesting name, that name of Hagar. If you guys are biblical scholars, you'll know that Hagar is Sarah's Egyptian slave woman who Sarah gives to Abraham, a secondary wife, and who would bear the child for him. Hagar the horrible. Hagar the whore in the Bible. Horrible. <laughs> I, mean, I do love the idea that the ancient scriptures still have the weird shit happening that we're seeing people complain about on Facebook today. Like you're trying to have a baby, it doesn't yeah. work out. You're waiting, you're trying to put up with it. It's not yeah. working. So you're like, just have a baby with my slave woman. Right. And then you're like, right. you fucking asshole. You had a fucking baby with my slave woman, you disgusting pig. No. I hate you. It's it's send a- her and her child away from me now. You know, it's just like so I don't know changed. French and part and of Abraham's my- just a cuck. He's just going with it. Like, okay, like, don't be a dumbass. Don't have sex with your slave woman. Are you stupid? Yeah, you got uh, there's yeah. there's a bunch of times that women tell you something, and you just you know you gotta not listen. They tell like you going to the bar tonight, honey. That's fine. Like, no, don't, no, no. You better yeah. go do some housework or something. <laughs> Or write a novel, like write a series. You do what you want to do. That is that one's a, that one's a for sure. Honey, become a New York Times bestselling author before the age of ninety. Christy tells me three times that I could have a parrot, but she literally cried actual tears all three times. <laughs> you notice there's no parrot. No parrot. <laughs> <laughs> You're a smart man, Baldy. Yeah, smart man. I'm like, so yeah. She's saying mouth is saying yes, but everything else is saying no. 
<laughs> Let's listen to this. In our class, she's not the best, but she's not reading anymore. And she. Are you hearing it? Sound okay? Sounds good. Yeah, we're hearing it. Okay. She should be reading. And if she doesn't like the books that we're reading in class, just take her to the bookstore. Let her wander around. Let her pick something out. Don't judge. Don't say anything. Just buy the books for her. And so my parents did. They brought me to the bookstore and I picked out three three fantasy novels. I like walked out of the store with those and devoured them and it just woke something up in my brain. In her and loins. I not only loved reading them, I realized I wanted to write those stories. So I just kind of began writing very bad <laughs> attempts at writing fantasy novels. And then it took me until I was about 16 to really get the first solid idea. Which became one of your best Yes, which books. became my Thorn of Glass series. You started writing this book when you were 16 years old? Yes. I, <laughs> which is amazing. Writing is what brought me joy. And writing in high school was a sanctuary for me. Like if things weren't going well at school with friends, or at home with family, I could turn to writing. And that was my escape and my joy. More than 30 million books sold. I mean, that is... More than 30 million books sold. Like 33 million? Yeah. Well, yeah. Someone bought 33 million books to be on a list of best-selling authors, perhaps. I don't know. Let's let's try and give her the benefit of the doubt that she's a real good author, and I haven't read her books yet, so I'm just I'm listening. I'm learning. We're talking about this because this author, Sarah J. M. A. Mass, right? Does it rhyme with ass or ma Mas? I don't Mas? your wildest dreams no. have you ever expected that no no when i was first getting started as a writer like just trying to get my first book published i told myself that even if it took me until i was 90 years old that i just wanted one book published mass's devoted fan base frequently posts about the books on tiktok and yes they are all worth it they're all worth it dress up as characters and even get tattoos honoring the books those readers eagerly awaiting the release of Mass's newest book, House of Flame and Shadow. House of Flame and Shadow, a Crescent City novel, number one New York Times bestselling author. So passionate, they're already asking what's next for Crescent City. So is there more coming from the series? Yes. I can't tell you when. You'll have but to wait. Yes, yes. You will have to wait a bit, but it's you know, on the... Uh, airport taxiing line it's a little down but i kind of know the vague ideas of what i want to happen i haven't even told my editor this surprise do you know what your runway is do you know what's coming next yeah i plan years down the line so so she's been planned to be the biggest author i guess is that what she's saying i still don't understand why Jenna Bush is interviewing her on the Today Show. Well, because it carries the egregore forward. The Bush war needs to leave, live. It has to feed. It can't only feed on the hate that some of us have in our hearts for Bush and Cheney back in the day. 
they have to reinvigorate the egregore with energy through other means. And so like you're watching this and it's your favorite author and you're like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder who that is interviewing her. And then you find out that it's attached directly to the Bush family and you become conflicted in your heart or you're like, that's awesome. I love the Bushes too. And, and then it reinvigorates the egregore. I don't know if Sarah is a Republican author or a Democrat author. I don't think she tells us that in this interview though. I think they should make all authors choose one or the other or they don't get published from now on. Register to vote, people. It needs to be I'm a little sticker know. right on the front of the book, a I little know. R or a D with the little red, proper color of red or blue. And that way when you go to Barnes & Noble, it's obvious. Then you can just look for the red or the blue sticker as a help. It's, it's interesting that she's being interviewed at a bar. And are they drinking tea? Are you seeing teacups on the? Oh, it does look like there. they're drinking tea. So yeah, but like, it looks like there's a drink in the background there, though. Maybe. Is it a candle? Maybe it's a somebody's bourbon. Maybe candle. it is a candle. It looks oh, like bourbon. It, does it does it flicker? Is it bourbon or candle? <clears throat> Maybe it's a bourbon candle. Bourbon candle. Oh, bourbon next. Urban bourbon candle. I hear. That I want to write, and so they're kind of like in like this taxi. Urban bourbon position. candle. Do you fantasy. have something written down anywhere or no? I have like little notes scribbled in notebooks, but it's mostly all just kept in my head. I have a terrible memory, but my books, I just have this like encyclopedia in my head where I just keep track of it. And maybe it's because the worlds and characters feel so real to me. For upcoming books, I kind of know the next the next one I'm supposed to be writing right now that one i i know much more about is that part of the series that wasn't a very good edit that was like a comedic edit they chopped her face and swept to the next sentence in a funny the way the story that she's supposed to be writing to fulfill her contract that maybe is already outlined for her what the story is gonna be i don't i don't know she's no longer an author she is now a brand i think she was always a committee author kind of like uh you know like lots of people speculate that jk rowling is uh, uh -huh. not really writing the books folks like maybe all those wonderful harry potter ideas didn't really come out of jk rowling they came out of tavistock institute and the cia right. and other mi6 mi5 and other nefarious entities that you don't know anything about just and, like uh, stephen king yeah, and J.K. Rowling was involved. I mean, they uh -huh. probably did make her write a lot. Has to do but, interviews uh, with journalists talking about the new book that's come out, the publicity she's part. Getting massaged and encouraged exactly what direction <laughs> this this uh, this vibe was going. Sure. The way I feel is I see this going since I'm the publisher behind the publisher. I think maybe it might be going this way, Bizzle. Okay, let's see how this interview goes. It's going to be the next Short of Roses book. I'm very, very excited about that one. Mass's books all take place in magical worlds, feature epic battles, and have strong women at their center. The women in your books are fierce. I want to say badass. I don't know if I can, but they're badasses. Yeah. I've always been drawn to writing women that can't be placed in any definable category. Yeah. You know, they can be very feminine, but then also the, you know what, out of, out of the bad guy and save the world and then look good doing it. Well, and there's some steam. There's some very romantic parts of these. Uh, I can't look 
most of my family in the eye now. <laughs> my first on the page sex scene was in my Court of Thorns and Roses. The first Are you still with me here? This is where it gets uh, juicy, spicy. This is what sells the books. First novel the yeah. series. And yeah. I needed a glass of wine just to like, take the edge off. Felt like everyone was staring over my shoulder like watching. I want to know what it was like when Balderson wrote his first sex scene. And then also thinking like, <laughs> read this. Did she give you any feedback? And what age what was, was it like? Feedback? I'm guessing like age 11, you know, Baldy's got his pen and his, his three-ring binder. Yes. Jenna here asking Sarah if Sarah's grandmother read the sex scenes and provided any feedback. <laughs> This yeah, is, so that makes it weird, especially if people the today know Jenna. Show, folks. This is the We've today had some show. weird experiences with Jenna and her own grandmother in a witch's hat on television. Remember that, Jim? Oh my gosh, yes. Gammy! Gammy! <laughs> yeah, it scared the shit out of her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she is visibly shook, shook to the core. Let's see if I can find that. She make a face like that. Or like that. Yes. Or like that. Yeah, because they, they've got her on TV. It might have even been the Today like Show. This. Yes. Yeah, they've, they've, they've got her on TV and they're joking around and getting encouraging her to kind of be lighthearted and jokey about Grandma Bush. And then they fucking switch the camera on and Grandma Bush is there wearing a witch's hat and it's around she, Halloween. She dressed up <laughs> as the, her grandmother for Halloween. That's fantasy. Oh, that's right. That's right. Like a fantasy novel, yeah. It's uh, so when they say fantasy, like I read a lot of fantasy, and mm -hmm. outside of even in the some of the racier ones, there's not really any sex scenes in them. So when she's saying fantasy, I don't know that this is trip particularly fantasy genre outside of like maybe it's got fairies fucking and stuff, but I'm not uh -huh. sure, you know. There, there isn't a lot of notable sex scenes. Like, yes, people have sex in them, but it, it's not like there's a scene around it. Like, oh yeah, right. They, they were like, right. Any any real plot, you imply that there's chemistry, and then you let everyone know that these people definitely did the deed. Yeah, but you don't zoom in and be like, right. and then her bulbous thigh was revealed from under the popping garter belt or whatever, you know. Like, exactly. So is, exactly. If you have a bulbous thigh, is that diabetes? <laughs> it's a good question. You might want to get it checked out. Get checked out. Okay, let's check the rest of this out. How spicy does it get to have your grandma read your your uh, erotic fiction? very feminine but then also go like beat the i can't look most of my family in the eye now <laughs> my first on the page sex scene was in my court of thorns and roses the first novel yeah. in that series and i needed a glass of wine just to like take the edge off felt like everyone was staring over my shoulder like watching as i wrote these like dirty words on and then also thinking like oh my god my grandmother is going to read this did she give you any feedback when the second book in my Akatar series came out, A Court of Mist and Fury, that one like really stepped up the steam. <laughs> and so I called her as a grandma, you know, I love you and I appreciate that you read everything that I, I've ever put down on paper, but maybe skip this one. And she's like, well, why Sarah? I'm like, well, grandma, there's a lot of like really steamy, sexy material. She just goes, well, that sounds right up my alley. <laughs> oh, I love her. I 
Grandma's alley. I'm glad that you brought this out closer to the end of the stream. That way we could leave everyone with a permanent feeling of cringe and discomfort as we draw closer to one of us reaching up and pushing the button. <laughs> I've noticed Ben's had to disengage because he can't be in the presence of these women, even in a two-dimensional uh, environment. <laughs> uh, is this Being polite. I, I wish that we could have been sitting at the bar with these ladies while they're being filmed, just sitting across from the guy, camera guy, just like listening, like, here I am. That'd be awesome. That's what I would be filming. I would be zoomed in on Ben's face, like, all right. So this is the Today Show. Don't miss the shot. NBC advertising <laughs> erotic fiction that you can buy at Walmart. Well, that your grandma's going to read. That your grandma will we'll read love. to your granddaughter. Too far. Is there Too more? Far. Listen to a little bit more here. <laughs> I don't know who I am. One of the most mortifying moments of my career was my mother-in-law uh -oh. pulled me aside. She goes, all those steamy scenes inspired by you and Josh? I wanted to just walk into traffic. I was like, I don't. I was like, no, Linda, like, we're not. Um, I'm blushing just imagining that. Mass's own love story with her husband, Josh. Nice. Nice. They give you the visual so that you can definitely imagine her banging her husband. That was sweet. That was awesome. You know, she writes oh, characters yeah. that are banging in a fiction novel, and here's her on her wedding day. Imagine her having sex with her husband on her wedding day. Now, Pfizer commercial. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Probably a Viagra commercial. Condom commercial. Wine commercial. Uh, ballpoint pen and spiral notebook commercial and close as they say encourage women to read <laughs> yeah there it is Jim's got it is that is that real yeah yes that's real this is what they did I forgot that she was dressed as her grandmother and then they stuck oh, grandma this is the today show again yeah today show's got a this is oh. probably why Jennifer ignore the writing under. John's pretty quiet. Can you, can you guys hear it? I don't know if I want to hear it, but turn it up. She literally took one full step back, and Grandma noticed too. Oh yeah, the, I love that uh, they're speculating that this is MK Ultra. Like, no, her grandma's just a famously <laughs> ruthless, cruel bitch. It's, it doesn't have to be Tavistock MK Ultra programming. Yeah. Barbara Bush is just a monster. So, dude, you know, you don't have dude, to. The, the stories <laughs> like where she took fucking George and she went and had a miscarriage and she took the fucking baby in a jar and made George carry it in the car while yes. they took it home. Like, that's oh, fucking insane. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait, wait, that's what I mean. People Tell are, the story again. Good. She she either I, I think she either miscarried, she either miscarried or had an abortion. George had to drive her to the fucking clinic. And then she had the baby put in a jar, you know, like the pickled punks. And then George had to carry it and when she drove it home. 
Wow. And she's like, this is your sibling or whatever. And they took it home. Oh, Fuck, wow. Crazy, right? This is your little brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Difference between you and him is you're alive. And you're a piece of shit. <laughs> He's dead. Just wow, right? Wow. Pick like, who does weird shit like that? Like, I why? never thought of that. I wonder if there's a good Barbara Bush biography out there. I think oh. it's in that. Let's get no, the, it's, in the George Bush. it's in the George Bush biography, I think. Yeah. And he talks about his mom take you know him taking his mom to the clinic and coming home and he had to fucking bring in the little you know he didn't call it a pickle punk but fucking she went and you know got a little pickle punk and here here's your sibling carry him like fucking crazy how much like what kind of fucking head trip is that well you guys remember barbara bush during the uh, famous katrina uh catastrophe when new orleans was flooded permanently <laughs> off the map she said live on television that it was a great opportunity for black people it's like a vacation for them is what she said <laughs> yeah this is a, yeah it's a great opportunity for black people it's like a vacation for them yes like, yeah. this is while it was still happening this wasn't like a year later or something this was in the middle of it i remember being like whoa george come get your fucking wife <laughs> now <laughs> Like, come get her. This My favorite Bush world. moment was that fucking, uh, was that police funeral where like seven cops or some shit got shot down in Texas. And George Bush and, and uh, uh, all them were down there and, and the Obamas and everybody. And they start playing music and fucking George Bush is all fucked up. He just starts fucking getting it like. Michelle Obama had to fucking tell him to stop. Like, stop dancing, bro. Michael Obama. Yeah. Yeah, Mike. Mike had the, the decorum. He's like, this w. is a funeral. You don't start getting jiggy with it at a funeral, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the cops got shot. The nation's supposed to be at war, and you're just like, yeah, this is my shit. Right. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, you know, maybe we can reach out to readers of the Akotar series, and they could come on the show and describe us, describe to us the fantasy realm that these books take place in is it like a game of thrones yeah they could tell us about if they read them in the bathtub or by candlelight or how many so, batteries they go through all this stuff in game of thrones every at the end of every episode a character would die at the end of every episode <laughs> of uh, sarah j ma's story uh, it has to end with a sex scene so it's like who's gonna Who's gonna bone? Who's gonna bone? Who's gonna bone? That's the cliffhanger. Yes, my favorite character is finally boned. Do you think? Do you think there's any ever any time where the sex scene carries on to the end of the book but doesn't end, and then the first book it's a cliffhanger between books to know does it start back up and she finishes the sex scene? I don't scene, think it's a cliffhanger. I think it's a or... climax. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. think that's the money shot. The money shot. 
Well, you know, that's okay. exactly we've all been waiting to hear Alan Marcus say those words. It's my that's a piss <laughs> Yeah, I'm done off. being a spider now. That was it for me, guys. Yeah. I made yeah. it. I didn't think it would ever happen. It finally happened. It's been nice. It's been a good time. I don't have the cash register sound effect. You go cha ching, cha ching, cha ching. <laughs> Ching! I've got. Uh, you can play the beginning of Pink Floyd Money, the bass. <laughs> now that uh, Alan Marcus has said that, we finally have his character where he does like the the Val Venus fucking from WWF thing, you know, right at, during the select the Trooper Death Match, mm-hmm. like, uh, and then he fucking <laughs> then he gives him the money shot. <laughs> so we're done then that's it <laughs> the, cold, the cold stop <laughs> just, just push the button. fucking button already what are you waiting for Send my it. god 